You have just entered the Katie Ma podcast. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to episode 240 of the KB Mod Podcast. It is June 26, 2016. Wow, I almost tripped up there. June 26, 2016. It didn't sound right, but it is right. We're almost done with June. If you're dyslexic, this this is episode 420. (laughs) Yes, that's true. That is true. Um, Maybe that's what was going on. I'm not dyslexic, though. I don't think so. How would I know? No, it doesn't say 420 for me, so it does say 240. Um... (laughs) Questioned it first. You could probably make me believe anything at this point. But uh, yeah, episode 240. And this is kind of a reunion. I mean, we haven't had, I don't know if we've had all four of us on a cast in. Yeah, it's been a while. A very long time because Brad came back last week. Brandon was away traveling. Um, and yeah, we've got all four though. Katie's here too. I'm here. Brandon's back. Brad's here. So Katie's dog, I guess. Yeah, Katie's dog as well. If, yeah, uh, she made an appearance. Yeah, making a guest Chelsea. appearance. Yeah, look at her. She's very cute. She's really crucial to that. If you're guess. listening, his uh, this is on his webcam. Obviously, I mean, unless unless Katie has turned into his dog, but <laughs> based on his what I would think are his mouth movements, I don't think he is the dog. No. Yeah, that that truly be I mean, I can't be sure though. Yeah, that would be, be pretty impressive, but uh, no. If Katie Zen had turned into a dog and you weren't actually watching this ver- this episode of the podcast live, you would really hate yourself. Because that would, I mean, I don't think there's ever been a podcast where a member turned into an animal and then did the podcast. So luckily that's not special. the case. I don't think. Yeah, it doesn't look like the mouth movements are lining up. Talk, Katie. Uh, what's up, guys? Okay. Uh, yeah. Welcome. Confirmed. You are not. <laughs> yeah, the, it's not happening. You're doge. Okay. Um. <laughs> But yeah, how's uh, how's everybody doing? Brandon, you're back. Uh, you were at, where were you? You were at E3? I was at a, yeah, I was at E3 and then uh, went straight to a friend's wedding on the East Coast. That's what it was. It was the wedding. That, that's that's what I couldn't remember. How, how did uh, how did the wedding go? It was good. It was a really nice area. It was in Virginia. I'd never been to Virginia or the Washington, D.C. area. And mm-hmm. so that was kind of nice. We were there for only a couple days, but we got to do... Like a tiny bit of sightseeing on that Sunday before we flew back, um, so it was nice. It was, it, but it was like, it just sucks going from the west to the east coast and then mm. back. Like it's such a long flight, yeah. Um, and to only go there for like two days, it was just kind of, it was a whirlwind trip, but it was fun. Did uh, at any point did you get very loaded and then go to a Denny's? Uh, no, because during so the week that- of E three or. Uh, oh, uh, yes. I mean, okay. Absolutely. Uh, I'm just confirming. Well, I mean, I would assume that everyone follows me on Twitter and would have seen. Idiot. I would have <laughs> would have seen on my timeline when I visit Denny's. Generally, there is a tweet that I mm. send, and it just says Denny's. Ah, uh, gotcha. I don't think I saw it this last time. Well, perhaps then you're not paying attention. Yeah, apparently I'm not. Blocked. But uh, there was <laughs> there was a uh, a crisis one night. Okay. Where yes. Denny's was closed. Oh no. And I mean, if you're fam- if you're familiar with Denny's, or if you're not familiar with Denny's, Denny's is a 24 hour establishment. All Denny's. Yes. They don't. They yes. don't close. No. So not supposed to happen. To see Denny's closed uh, after you know I had I had made it clear that that's where we were ending up. Uh, that was you know I had to question a lot of things in my life. Mm. Um. So yeah, there was that. There was one dark night where we we could not go to Denny's because it was closed. I don't know why it was closed, uh, and frankly, at this point, I don't want to know. But 
<laughs> can I just, now that I've gone back to catch up, can I read you the three tweets from June 14th, June 15th, and June 16th on Brandon's timeline during Please. his time at E3? June 14th, Denny's, period. So, success. June 15th, Denny's is unexpectedly closed, utterly devastated. <laughs> June 16th, Oops. Denny's, period. We're back in business, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the elation and also the tragedy, Brandon. In the, that is, this is actually just a beautiful. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this in the chat for everybody. But this is, yeah, this it is was it was a rush of emotions over that couple of days. Yeah, but, but we got that. you know we we got back there. I can confirm that 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 Denny's is not closed for good. It was some you yeah. know some some I get it. Like every now and then, you probably have to close for a night. Maybe some sort of cleaning. Some sort of like. You know, I, I, pest control. I don't know. I'm sure that yeah. I just if pest it, control. Oh God! But yeah, it just made me, it made me realize that like anywhere that's open for 24 hours all the time, at some yeah. point you'll probably have to close. Absolutely. But I have never encountered a Denny's closed, and I've been to Denny's a lot. You know what so, closed a local Sherry's of mine? Hmm? So, so, so <laughs> the only time I've seen a do Sherry's. I want, do closed? I want to know? Yeah. What is a Sherry's? Please. So Sherry's is like a. I don't know if it's a Pacific Northwest equivalent, I guess you could call it. It's but minor, though, like a chain. Uh, yeah, s- okay. somebody like straight up got assassinated at my Sherry's. What? I mean, it wasn't me. No, clearly. Was it like a, a political figure or something? Or just like... <laughs> no, it's, it's kind of messed up. The, their family took this guy out for Sherry's, had a smoke, okay. and then somebody waited outside and oh, and whacked him. the guy. Oh wow! That's oh, actually yeah. that is actually one of the things we feared is like maybe someone maybe yeah, someone like, died there. Yeah, because like yeah. Uh, I mean I figure the threshold for closing a Denny's is very high because I'd never seen it before. Right. So I don't actually Just... even know the protocol. Like I would love to know the protocol for what will cause a Denny's to close. Yeah, think, no, uh, you're right. Yeah, it has to be pretty serious. It's either you know what's so funny is now that you're saying this, it's either something as innocuous as a scheduled like pest control, some kind of work being done on the establishment that they can't be open for, or somebody died. There's literally yeah. no in between. <laughs> so it's either like, yeah, we have a termite problem or something like that, or it's like, yo, dude, someone died. So we have to close at least for today until we can clean up and then we'll be open again. But that's quite a, that's a huge that's a huge gap. So you're right, Brandon. Who knows? Well, like, like I mean, the, the way that I think about it is uh, there's actually <laughs> I forget the details here, but there's like a a joke about how you can um, like Waffle Houses. So Waffle Houses are like a, sort of a Denny's. They're not a Denny's equivalent, but it's like a small uh, they're small diners kind of in the south and east. I don't yeah. know where it ends, but so Waffle Houses are also pretty good. They're also 24 hours. And uh, there's a joke that, like, or not a joke, it's, I mean, it's a real thing, but uh, when there's hurricanes, like, the, I guess, emergency monitoring services or something can mm-hmm. judge, like, whether, whether the, like, how far the emergency spread based on if the Waffle Houses are open. <laughs> Wow, that's interesting. And so, like, oh the, that's that's sort of the way that I felt about Denny's. Is like, yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's the rock. You just you know you can yeah. rely on it. And for me to to walk up and the doors just to be locked, no one to be inside, you know, it makes you rethink other things in your life. It's like, what do you really know? 
Yeah, so I have never – so you say Waffle House is decent. I just know Waffle House is the butt of tons of comedian jokes, especially Jim Gaffigan. He loves to show well, Waffle so, House. I mean the thing but with Waffle House is like – Ryan Regan as well. The thing with Waffle House is they're small, and there's, there's normally like two people working there. So yeah. to say a Waffle House is good, that, that doesn't really mean anything because it literally like – it just matters what, what cook is working there. Mm. But I mean like they're fine. They're, but I wouldn't say they're consistent. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, I mean, they're fine for what they are. Yeah. And if Never, you think, I mean, look, I someone, stop at one. someone's like, if you're calling Waffle House garbage, then I mean, all right, go eat it like your fancy brunch place. <laughs> Waffle House is like, you, you should know what you're getting when you walk into a <laughs> Waffle House. It shouldn't like, it shouldn't surprise you yeah. when you look at the menu and you're like, hmm. <laughs> Yeah, okay, this... yeah, this, this like this will sustain me, but it's not a it's not a fancy breakfast. Yeah. Okay, that's fair enough. All right, I just yeah, I've never I really that's that's like a huge gap in my culinary life, <laughs> I say. Like in the I've always seen waffle houses especially like obviously on the highways that you always see waffle yeah. houses as you're well, traveling. I, mean, I, I really but like I've never waffle stopped. House. So I, I really I really like waffle house. I mean, if just like go in and get breakfast and coffee. Like don't okay. get you know don't get anything complicated, but <laughs> they they do very competent breakfast. Okay. It's great. It's like great, just great highway food. Mm. All right, so that's so that's good to know. So so you did you got Denny's two nights out of the three you attempted, or, yeah. or did yeah. you attempt more than three? Okay, yeah, no, and you know, luckily it happened in the middle. If it had happened at the end, oh, that would have been. You know, I wouldn't have had any closure. It would have been a. You- you might problem. have had to go right to some kind of rehab, or you. I don't even know if you would be able to ever go to E3 again. I was, like, I was worried. I was really worried. Um, yeah. And you yeah. know what? Other people were worried for me, and I think they themselves were also worried. So it, it was mm. good to see to see that other people are, are taking it as seriously as I did. Um, but yes, we did get Denny's a couple nights, uh, and when we were when we were in Virginia, we were in a pretty small town. Um, mm-hmm. So like we were like maybe an hour or something outside of Washington D.C., and uh, and there was like nothing around and open mm-hmm. uh, after the, like late night after the wedding. Yeah, and so we didn't know where to go. We found a single McDonald's. <laughs> oh no! And oh, yes. it was that that McDonald's was was heaven because yeah. nothing yeah. else was open. We hadn't eaten for yeah. hours, and so like. <laughs> You just you you forget sometimes if you live in a in a big metropolitan area you almost certainly have some at least a few options for late yeah. night food yeah but I I had kind of forgotten how if you live outside of a metropolitan area maybe the only thing you have open late night after you've been drinking is a McDonald's and that is the best McDonald's you'll ever eat yeah you're right just because out of just there is no other options that is your savior yeah, yeah. so I so that I've definitely felt that moving. Um, out of LA and back. I mean, again, I don't. I live like maybe fifteen, twenty minutes outside the city, so I'm not in like rural, rural Pittsburgh yeah. by any means. But there are like so. So we do have Sheets, which is open twenty four hours. We have Eaton Park, which is like uh, East Coast, like diners, similar yeah, probably to what Brad's okay, talking about. There. Yeah. So, um, so, but yeah, but then, I, but also like, there's also so many places that like whether it's fast food or whatever else, there aren't open twenty four hours. And I definitely live in an LA or like you said in a more and kind of like a city where it's just like stuff's open 24-7. It's like would be odd for something to be closed. It, yeah. it was an adjustment where I'm just like, oh, it's like 1 o'clock. We can go anywhere. It's like, no, you have a few options. Yeah, LA, LA will definitely spoil you because I think LA has a lot yeah. more 24-hour joints than most places. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely, definitely so, uh So when you went to Denny's, did you try to pull the door open and it was locked? 
Like it was, Ooh, yeah. it was like it was clearly no. It was I had actually gotten oh. Intel. I had gotten Intel from others. Mm. I, I would describe that as like I would describe it as a flurry of uh, of, <laughs> of responses that uh, Denny's was closed and just a we, panic. Uh, it, it was pretty much a panic. Uh, so we had to find other. Yeah. So what did you do places. the night that Denny's was closed? Yeah. What's the alternative? What did you do? I mean, look, this is it's all a blur, really. Oh. Uh, <laughs> This is like trying. This is like we're interviewing a traumatized witness. We got to be careful, guys. Yeah. Um, no, there, there's like there was another diner around that area that was like mm-hmm. cash only, and apparently it was pretty good. Uh, but that's where everyone had gone. Oh, so like gosh. there was a line out the door there, and so I couldn't go oh. there. We ended up going to some place that was like a I don't know maybe a mile away, and it wasn't that good. Um, I mean, really, at that point, like the night, the night was ruined. Yeah, totally. There was no saving it. Yeah. No. That's rough. Well, you know, I'll, I, right. it, but you know what? It makes you appreciate just how stable the Denny's franchise is because I have mm. never seen a Denny's closed, and yeah. I've been to Denny's a lot. So, for for one one time out of the probably hundreds of times I've been there, I'll you know what? I'll take that. Yeah, it was that's, bound to that's happen pretty good. Or later, I would say that's like ninety nine point nine percent reliability slash uptime. Right? If yeah. we're going to use tech, yeah, absolutely. Tech it's, idea. Uh, it's so. actually it. It made me appreciate just how stable and reliable Denny's normally is. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, at this point, we've talked about Denny's so much. Like we, we really got to get we got to get in with Denny's. We, we should. We, I would we, love. Uh, even if we just have a three percent discount code KV mod for off your meal, you know. I, I think. Yeah, we we just we yeah we could get we could do like some cross promotional memes with the Denny's Twitter account. Absolutely, yeah, they, yeah. Denny's knows how to meme. That Twitter account's to, great. Yeah, they probably want to reach the PC gaming demographic too. Yeah, so. absolutely. Like if you look at what like Buffalo Wild Wings is doing with yeah. E League, I think Denny's is another. Like, I mean, it has a mix for sure, but there's definitely a lot of young hip Look, people. If anyone that go listening Denny's. has connections to Denny's corporate, you need to <laughs> you need to send us an intro. Get us get us talking to somebody. Um. All right, well that's that's cool. Uh, anybody else have anything going go on this week or last week that they want to talk about? I guess for you guys were both here last week, so anything anything exciting? Brad, how's how's the end? You moved. You're in the. You've been in the place about a week. How's that going? The new spot. Uh, pretty good. Um, yeah. I'm liking it up here. I don't know if, if if you guys follow me on Twitter or Instagram or anything. You you've seen that I've been doing no, a lot no. of hikes. And, uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've seen them. I've liked them too, Brad. Okay, so I'm just trolling. You know that, <laughs> but but yeah, I've been doing like hikes every other day, and, and it's been yeah, pretty nice. I've been actually. out in nature, dude. Yeah, I know. is it is it like way more rural, or is it about on par with where you were living before? I, I don't really have any concept uh, of where you were living. It's previous. it's a little more yeah, it's more rural, um, but it's it's still close to the Portland metro area. So I mean, I don't know. It's it it's different. Like there's a lot more to see. There's a lot more touristy touristy attractions yeah um, but uh but yeah how's i don't know inter- I, how's the internet treating you the real question i mean i know you're going out in nature uh, and stuff but how's yeah. the internet been i was hoping to stream while i was here but i can't yeah. I'm, I'm on dsl so what kind of up Ooh. yeah what kind of up you getting on that dsl i'm lucky to get one so. oh my god yeah, yeah that's rough that's that is rough that was always the that's always the that was always the achilles heel of dsl right is the up is always fucking terrible you can get pretty decent down I don't know. Is it just limitation because of the tech, like tech, right? And the line. Yeah, pretty uh, much. Because I remember phone. I had, you know, it's exactly, fiber. exactly. Because I I had DSL for, oh my God, 
way back in the day. This was before like I was streaming or anything, but I always remember my up. Every time I would try to <laughs> share files with my friends on uh, – <laughs> not that I ever did that, but – you know, like I would be like, oh, my God, this is going to take so long. But uh, all right, man. Well, that's that's good. I'm glad you're out in nature connecting with yourself. I saw uh, no, I'm not a Redditor either, but um, I have to state that. Oh, by the way, Brad, that really has been blown open because I was <laughs> on stream uh, on stream. I don't know if it was last week, but I had I would have had a Reddit post open and I was logged into my account and people saw the amount of karma that I have. <laughs> and They were like, you're not a Redditor. And I have to I have to wait. How much disclaimer. karma do you have? I've I've made a few posts that have had moderate success. Okay, I don't want to brag. How much You're a total you fucking redditor. <laughs> <laughs> no, but see, this is the thing. I don't. These are like few and far between. Like this probably like was three years ago. I've I've explained some of the posts. I don't think you were here, but remember the episode where we talked about? I talked about one of my favorite like pieces of it, memorabilia. You're making or whatever. up. Just stop for a second. Have yes. you posted on Reddit before? Yeah. Yes. I and there it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's all, all right. I right now. No, I am you. at one. I am at one thousand four hundred and fifty. Oh my gosh! I think, wow. four, I think four small. digits is definite redditor territory. <laughs> oh god damn it! All right, fair enough. Okay, you know what? I'm done fighting it. I guess I'm technically redditor. I have. I don't. I've, I've only made a very few amount of posts. Most of those posts have Stop garnered me. Justify it. Just accept karma. it. <laughs> just lean I just into don't want to. I just don't. I don't want to so, say it. I just don't want to be lumped in with the redditor, like, because I'm not a toxic redditor. That's, I guess, where I'm drawing the line. Like, I don't, I don't even Stop upvote or. Trying to justify it, just, just join. Just I really wrong. I like how we're already into the refinement stage of like, first you're not a redditor, but now you've admitted that you're not a toxic redditor. I wonder, like, how many more discoveries are we going to make here as we narrow the definition of what you actually are? Oh, I know. I have okay. So a lot of the stuff that the people used to be mad at me about, Brad, Brad is at fault for. He's the one that told me about the Reddit YouTube add-on that shows you the post. You were the one who started my subreddit. I don't even think I'm an admin in my own subreddit because you don't know my Reddit account. Um. So anyway, Brad, you're as guilty as anybody else. But see, I guess you've never said that you're not a redditor. Or put it on me. I'm okay with admitting I'm a redditor. I always thought that you, were, that you also said that you weren't a redditor. So by Bullshit. that. Oh, man. All right. Anyway. See, Brad, Brad, I think since, since graduating, like Brad is really coming into his own and like accepting his, his true self. Right. He's not, he's not lying about who he is. Yeah, and that's I'm not lying about who I am either. I'm no, just you. you by I may have misrepresented some facts, or to be honest, <laughs> even forgot these posts that I had years ago. Okay, I forgot <laughs> that I signed into my Reddit account and posted something. <laughs> and I had all this karma. All right, you know what? Forgot. It's a new subject. It's a new subject. Um, I don't even know how how we got here, <clears throat> but. Anyway, all right, fine. I will not. I will not deny anymore. Only taken two hundred and forty episodes to truly <laughs> expose you. Is it also bad that on my phone this whole time I'm saying I'm not a redditor? I have, I have. You have, have the app. Reddit app. I have the Reddit app, um, <laughs> but not the official one. I don't even know if there's an official one. It's the Alien Blue. Don't Reddit even app. know. You just you just, it's not even the official one. You just keep digging that hole deeper. <laughs> <laughs> but I need I need my Reddit on mobile sometimes. <laughs> All right. We're done. We're I'm sorry, I have Bacon Reader. It's called Bacon Reader now.
Or maybe, maybe that, or I think Alien Blue. How do I know? Like, how do I know? You didn't black out or something. You're such a, like, you're. Maybe I'm actually, like, maybe I have this, like, split personality disorder. Like, there's a part of my brain that maybe Reddits, or like, I'm. I don't even know. You are su- you're such a redditor. You're not even using this like the standard official app. You have found your way into like the niche app that has more features that you inevitably found because someone on Reddit posted about that app. Oh yeah. Well, see the thing is, someone's asking if it, is it on the actual home screen? No. The Reddit app that I use is is on, is on my third app screen page. So it's not okay. But that's a, that's a point. At. That's a point in your favor, though. Uh, yeah, it's not like it's not one of my most commonly used apps, but uh, I feel like you can learn like a lot about a person. You can learn a lot about a person <laughs> by looking at like the organization of their of their phone apps. Just like in real life, yeah. Scott is yeah. trying to hide his Reddit addiction <laughs> by putting it on the third page of his phone. So by any off chance, he leaves it oh, open. That's, yeah, that's yeah. true. Maybe it's a maybe that's that's your way of trying to justify like. At least it's on the third page of your phone. It's like a little hard yeah, to get to. Yeah. I mean, it is on my third. Yeah. I mean, and actually for how much I actually use it, I feel like this has now become just an intervention. <laughs> People, Max saying that I am experiencing this denial, anger, stages of grief right now. Now he's going to bargain. Then the depression. It's happening. It's happening. Oh, all right. Well. I will, can no longer fight it. Clearly by my own admission, I am a Redditor. And so I will There's have to. the acceptance. <laughs> yeah, accepting it. And now, but now I'm feeling really, now I'm not really feeling any better. I feel pretty depressed. Went so. through those stages very quickly. <sighs> well, at least it's not 4chan. Yes, that's true. I can tell you that I've, I don't have any, any association. Well, see, now no one's going to believe anything I say. After <laughs> so I'm just going to stop denying. People can think whatever they want. I'm going to not make any noise about 4chan, but yeah. Yeah, 4chan is one of those sites I'm very comfortable saying I've never been on and I never will be on. I just yeah. hear it too I think many we bad all know that's things. a lie. Yeah. Uh no. Any of the honestly, any of the 4chan interactions I've had mostly come from Reddit posts like that are crossovers or people being like, hey, look up look at this 4chan thread. Actually, so, I could I believe like a, that because 4chan is not nearly as it's it's like not nearly as popular as it used to be. Yeah. Like your 4chan was like a few I think a few years before your time really coming into coming into like living on the internet yeah yeah and it's also not as near as like um user well i, I don't know user friendly but it's definitely yeah it's more primitive i think it's i think it's a, a little bit different place than it used to be because <laughs> like it yeah. used to 4chan used to really be kind of the like underground type feeling where mm-hmm. like your parents had no idea what that was because no like no one's talking about it but that was where, like, that was where all the that was like the seedy underbelly of the internet for a while. But then mm-hmm. it became, but then like everyone learned that that was the seedy underbelly of the internet, and so then it got way more popular. And then like probably like a bunch of hoaxes and stuff started happening. Like it got a, I mean, it was not a great place to begin with. But then I think it only got worse as it gained notoriety for being like an awful place. Or also like the stuff picked out like. Because you could find horrible shit, you know, and then that could. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of charity, as like anything, like anything else. Oh. Yeah. Um. All right. Well. Anyway, I guess I I do feel a little bit. I don't know. I just I wasn't expecting to admit that maybe but a little bit I'm of catharsis there. Yeah, I think so. I feel I do feel a little bit better now that. Uh, 
But I also I also don't want to make people think that I was just trying to deceive them. I really there definitely was this part of denial in my mind. But I remember like when when people saw my karma, they were like, and I was like, yeah, how do I have that much karma? And then I clicked on my account and I was like, holy shit, I did have a couple posts like when I worked at Machinima or even previous. And I was like, okay, you're right. Technically, I have posted, Brad, even if I have one post and I have more than one, I am a Redditor. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that concludes fucking confessions with APL, at least for this episode. We'll see if anything else comes out. Like, uh, who knows? This is dangerous. But, all right, guys, what did we, uh, what did we play this week? Um, Katie Zen and I, oh boy, we definitely. Oh, man. Because we, we co opt on a game together. But let's, let's save that for the end. And, Brad, I know, um, even though you don't have great internet, you're still able to play Rust. So, I think I saw a screenshot because you were asking for single player games. Um, to get lost in, I believe, were your words on Twitter. And uh, you sent me a screenshot of like 60-plus uh, hours in the last uh, two weeks on Rust, or, or last week. Yeah, about 60 hours in the last two weeks of Rust. Yeah, yeah. so you're still playing a lot of that. Uh, Are, do you enjoy Rust? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's not it's, just like grinding, like you actually get enjoyment out of it. So you're practicing, you're practicing for, your, for your upcoming career by just being a full-time Rust player right now. Yeah, it is. It is by far the most cancerous community I've ever encountered, and I love it. <laughs> wow. Okay, so you embrace the cancer. <laughs> wow. wow, this is perfect. This is a perfect segue from Reddit into another cancer. <laughs> this is this yeah. It's is- like the the people that got kicked out of Reddit like are <laughs> they go to clearly too tall. They go to rest. <laughs> this is, I love it. Um. <laughs> This is just like confession night. Now Brad's like, I, it's cancer, and I love it. I can't get enough. All right. So many people, Bro. you could just tell that they live in their parents' basement, mm-hmm. and <laughs> they have been just sitting there. There, there are people. It's weird because there's like politics that go into like, like clans versus other clans, and like just talking shit to each other. And it's and it is so much fun uh, just to stir the pot like mm. and just get so in the you, middle of so it. So you 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 take the role of a troll and just try to stir up as much shit as you as you can. Is yeah, that, so yeah. basically it's basically who can build up the biggest and kill everyone else and stuff like that. What right. I like to do is I like to stay hidden and make sure that nobody knows where I'm at and flame as hard as possible. I'm quite surprised I'm actually not banned to be. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh my god! There's gonna be an article to come out like uh, like League of Legends does with their toxic players from the Rust devs, and it's gonna have Hutchison Fifteen's name. Like we have finally banned this player after over two thousand reports. Of... <laughs> All right, so you stay Rust in the tribunal. Back. Yeah, exactly. You're gonna get sent to the tribunal, Brad. Okay, and and oh, you man. so you just you elicit the you you get the most joy when people are just full on. They just fully tilt. I'm assuming. Right. Yeah. I mean, so there's this one time uh, we so we have a group of people that play together and there's this one clan called Salt Clan that we've been playing against for a long time and they get salty. Like, let me just tell you. So there's this one guy that we played against. Um, his online tag was like Supa or something like that. And we spent days on the server uh, making signs just being toxic toward this one player. <laughs> and then like, <laughs> And then, like, 
the no. worst part is, so we knew he would try and raid us. You know, he right. would gear up as possible, you know, as much as possible, and try and raid us. So what we did was, <laughs> this is a really bad part. We made a bunch of these signs leading to some kid's base that wasn't ours. <laughs> and we watched from afar just him completely destroy this kid. Completely. Oh my god, <laughs> that's genius, though. You know what? Yeah. I gotta hand it to you. Oh, that's so funny. So this poor, unsuspecting, innocent kid's base gets wrecked because you baited this guy thinking that he was uh, going in on you guys. Oh, my yeah. God. I mean, and we tried to make these signs <sighs> the, as dumb as possible. Like we we had to think like fifth grade level for a second. Sure. Like, sure. What would be really what would <laughs> just try and get this guy pissed off or just something that doesn't make sense. So like you have a give me um, give me a sample like of what. What kind of sign? I think one of the dumbest ones was Supa has arthritis. That literally is like fifth grade. Because in fifth grade, most people probably don't know what arthritis even is. They're like, what, what, sounds what does bad. that mean? That sounds bad. But but it was funny because I thought this was pure like, harmless fun, and now I'm seeing otherwise. Yes, this sounds very nefarious. But yeah, just like a quarter of the map, just hundreds of hundreds of signs just littered <laughs> to this one kid's base. And I kind of felt bad afterwards because I'm pretty sure it was like some dad and his kid trying to enjoy this new game. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. And I had this whole clan just completely destroy it, like down oh. to ground zero. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, dude. Okay, you know what? Now, that, now you're describing how you play Rust, I... You know what? I'm starting. I might have to. This yeah, sounds. It's, uh, this it's actually sounds fun. On sale right now. I'm very tempted Dang, to pick it dude. up so I can join in on the. I don't know if I should start a rusted. I mean, that just sounds. It, it sounds absolutely. Yeah. So I have to play. Oh boy. Yeah. Wait, so okay. normally there's community servers that are managed by Face Punch, and there's no one there to mm-hmm. moderate or anything. So it is by far the most toxic and therefore the most fun to play on. Um, but there are community servers like. Mm-hmm. You know, Scott, you might like the Reddit community, for instance, or they have an active <laughs> moderator. No. But those those aren't nearly as fun because you can't talk shit in chat and therefore, you know, get kicked. Right. So, um, I, I would definitely want to be on the unpoliced servers, I think, if I was going to play. Oh, yeah. But. So, um, yeah, just just if if you want a different kind of experience that you probably haven't played before, All right. on official servers is the way to do it. Any uh, anything else besides uh, wow besides trolling and rust, Overwatch. Okay, nice. Um, that's like when I when I need to take a break from my furious <laughs> try and clean it's, up your reputation a little bit. You go to Overwatch and uh, get squeaky clean. Because I know I know I know on Blizzard I could get banned for it. So sure. I mean, sure. So you're actually worried, yeah. So um, what do you play on Overwatch? Who are your go-to heroes? Oh, um, I forget his name, but I've been just now picking up the mech class, the the engineer class. I don't know what his name is. It's uh, Trollbjorn. Yeah, um, and that is a lot him. of fun. Hmm. <laughs> At least it's not Bastion. So uh, let me just make that clear. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Uh, Sounding a lot like my Reddit, my my Reddit uh, <laughs> like admittance here. Like Brad is slowly like he's like. Admitting that he basically just plays games to troll people, and even when he goes to Overwatch, he's using a troll <laughs> class. Like, 
Yeah. Uh, uh, and then Lucio, if um, mm-hmm. uh, he's been pretty fun to play. So. Okay. Very Those great. are my two recently. Two games That's recently. All right. Uh, what about you, Brandon? Have you had opportunity to play? I mean, besides like Hearthstone and stuff, because I know. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I have not really gotten a chance to play much. Uh, I actually had not played Overwatch in like a couple weeks because I've been traveling and stuff, and uh, so I finally got to play a little bit yesterday. And people are such high ranks already. <laughs> like yeah. I'm, ra- I'm ranked like 25, and I'm in servers with people who have like prestiged already. Yeah, and I mean, wow, just like. It's it's amazing to me the amount that people are playing and and some of these people I know have like full time jobs, so I'm really wondering where people are finding so much time to play Overwatch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but hey, more power to them. Uh, yeah. No, I haven't gotten a chance to play uh, much of anything. I but, forget. Uh, I know I've asked you before, but you play like the high damage characters, right? Like you were. Yeah. Gen- yeah. Genji McCree or. I, I I don't really play Genji. I I play mostly okay. uh, Reaper and Pharaoh. Oh, Reaper. That's right. Um, and I played McCree, but I haven't really played him since the nerf. So yeah, Reaper I haven't really and... played the game since the nerf. What's like, what's it like as far as comps now? Is like are McCree's people still using it, or are they just switching um, other? I haven't markets? got. I haven't played enough to know yet. But yeah, I mean McCree definitely. I see him being played less. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not sure. Like, I, I don't think, think it's I, actually changed much, I, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's like, I think he's still he's still pretty good, um, but he's he's not the insta pick he used to be, and mm-hmm. so I think it'll, it'll probably right. just shake out. Like, I mean, the meta like there's not really a, I feel like an established meta right now because pe- like everything's changing so quickly and so, people just haven't had enough time yet. Yeah, for those that play Overwatch and didn't know, they they updated um, Overwatch and nerfed. It was McCree and Widowmaker. Widowmaker, when it's fully charged and you're scoped up, isn't a one shot kill anymore unless you get a headshot. Yeah, I'm actually now, I actually am really happy with the Widowmaker change because that was that was in some ways more frustrating than McCree. Like a good Widowmaker could shut down a team, and there's not a whole lot you could do except have a, have a good Widowmaker on your team. Yeah, I think the negative effect though is that like not as many people are going Widowmaker and Widowmaker is uh like a clearly like anti-bashing character and and so that really I'll if I see a bashing just completely clearing everything up, I'll switch to Widowmaker, but I just see it now people are lobbying up immediately selecting Widowmaker as much and, and that's kind of the downfall of that unfortunately, I think. Yeah, based on based on the the little bit of playtime I've gotten, it seemed like more characters were getting played than before, but I haven't played enough yet to to say that confidently. Gotcha. Yeah, I really got to get back in. I have not played. I've not played in a while. Um, okay, I think besides, should definitely play together. It's so much yeah. more fun to play with people. Yeah, yeah, that I got yeah. even with my limited time compared to a lot of people, like you said, who are like insane levels at this point. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time really playing it by myself, like because mm-hmm. I just get way too mad. Yeah, yeah. The, the okay. Katie's end rage. You oh, the rage like, comes out. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you toxic? To you? Oh man, I feel like everybody on this podcast is toxic. <laughs> oh, I except uh, maybe Brandon. What do you? What do you do? Do you get into the chat? You go on like what? What happens? What do you? Uh, I can't. What really do you do if you get that. really mad? I haven't really called out anyone's arthritis, but uh, oh, okay. I mean, just general toxicity, like. <laughs> Taking down teammates. Oh Darkly. yeah, you, oh, yeah. you get all sides for me, but I don't know. I just when I play with other people, 
I just uh, there's no one to get mad at. So that's true. Uh, I, 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 well, I you can, but it's the random. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh man, I have to say, <laughs> I got to a game one time. It was uh, there was one person who was random on the other team, and all five were uh, like part of a group, and like five of them were Tracer, and the one guy was Reinhardt. And they, but they lost, of course. And the guy was like, "My first game of the night, and I get stuck with this shit." And then the next <laughs> round, the entire other team goes Reinhardt, like the guy that he was playing. Oh, oh my god! It was so good. He was so mad. That's some dedication to trolling. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> and then all of us went Reaper, and it was just mm-hmm. it was annihilation. Gotcha. What um. <laughs> Was there anything else, Brandon? Sorry, besides Overwatch. No, 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 no. I want to hear okay. about. Uh, I want to hear about oh, your boy. and Katie's adventures. Uh, yes, well, Katie, um, how about yeah? Lead it off and maybe give background a little bit because this was this was a game that we discussed on the podcast last week, right? Uh, uh yeah. In the new release section. So. <laughs> yes. All right. So, Umbrella Corp. This uh, so the first mistake. A trailer comes out for a game that's a three v three online shooter. Uh, based in the world of Resident Evil, it uh, God, where it even begin? It uh, it controls terribly in PC. Uh, the mouse seems to move at one speed, regardless yes. of how fast you move the mouse. It's just how long you move it. Uh, the fr- it, <laughs> God, the first match we got into, it was so lag. There was so much lag. So first of all, yeah, there was at at the time this game had just released, right? Umbrella Corpse. It was a it's a thirty dollar game. Uh, when you go into it initially, even in the tutorial, it felt like as I was running through it, looking at the textures, like as we were trying to get the setup, I was trying to get it to cap. Capping it was a nightmare in OBS. It didn't want to do anything. So I finally oh, figured out a way yeah. to run it in a window and, and cap it. Remember, Katie, like we're running through the tutorial and it's like, this is like feeling very like free to play vibes really you're getting just as far like as a, like how good it looked. Just the way the, the camera zoomed in and the animations, how when you go prone, you just like move so fast, like you're slugging around. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so so like yeah. shit like so so it's so you can right click and then you get the as far as like the mechanics go you right click and you can see your gun like a you know you're basically aiming down sights. But then yeah. you have the scroll <laughs> wheel function which I've never seen in any game before. So it's already an awkward over the shoulder view um that's super zoomed in and the, and if you actually look at your character like there's no way that they could actually be holding the gun the way that they are. Um <laughs> so it's already weird, but and then Katie's Katie, you found out if you hit your scroll wheel, there's three different levels of zoom. So if you even want to be more, like even closer to your character, you can just scroll wheel three times, and then it's like almost unplayable at that point. You might as well oh, just yeah. right click because you can't even see anything in peripheral, like in your peripheral vision. An already like super low FOV. It's just yes. what kind of like choice was that to add in? Yeah. So first impressions so, were not good. We get in. There's like 136 people playing this in the entire world. Of course, yeah. it had been released on Tuesday, by the way. We played it on Wednesday. So <laughs> at least on the PC, it doesn't. It didn't seem to be taking off. To be fair, I didn't play it on the PS4. People said on the PS4 it was a lot more solid than the PC version. So yeah. I can't. I can't confirm or deny that. However, we did also. Yes. Uh, go ahead. About that plugging in a controller completely fucked it. Yeah, uh, you're always like hitting left. I tried two different controllers. Wasn't good. But yeah. uh first match we get into, we match with uh Spoon. Spoon we were playing it at the time. Yes, Spoon was playing. To show you how like few people were playing it. Yeah. And so it's a three v three. Uh the mode we played was like it was a 
it was a wrong ra- one round, one life. But uh, like you know, in the esque of you know Counter Strike, search and destroy. But there are also neutral zombies that are just chilling out. Yes. And so if you get shot on a certain part of your body, your jammer that goes away, and every single zombie you pass Attacks is you. aggro to you. Yes. So <laughs> you see teammates like I'd I'd see Scott run around the corner, and there'd be like two dogs, like three crows chasing him. Like it, like imagine <laughs> if you were playing like like CS, and there are just neutral yeah. mobs. Exactly. If there were, yeah, there were just neutral. There were bots that were neutral until you got damaged enough. So like you get to 50 percent health, and then all havocs break loose, and these bots just chase you around the map. It's I, I can see oh, what yeah. they're trying to do. Like they're they're trying to mix up the standard like three v three. Like, but it just. I don't know. To me, it fell really flat, and it was just annoying, really. Because the, the real shame is the actual mechanics, and I think Katie can agree, we ended up getting into games with, with servers that were fine. Um, and again, you still have to battle with the controls and all that kind of stuff. But when you actually like were killing somebody and using the weapons, like the shotgun, yeah. and it took we didn't really unlock much else because there was only two things, two base kind of classes, and we didn't oh, play yeah. long enough to grind it out. There was one guy who was like level 30, remember, in our lobby? And I was just like, has oh, to be yeah, a developer. He... I, I don't understand. <laughs> But and um, so, actually guns killing do, somebody, like it was yeah, yeah, it felt all right. But the thing is, guns do so little damage, and people are such bolt like bullet sponges. But then you have the hook that you get by default, yes, which like whenever it's got like a certain a huge range in front of you, you just have to click someone once. You get super armor to where bullets get deflected. And you lock on to an enemy where like if they're running away, you home in on them, like you warp. And you get an insta kill, and it's, it's insta kill. So, and there's so no the only point w- of yeah. Sorry, go no, ahead. go on. No, yeah, and there's so the only way to counter the insta kill because most of the ninety percent of the time, unless you're hitting a headshot or putting a ton of bullets into somebody who's using the pick insta kill, uh, you have to have your own pick out, and then you engage in what can only be described as like Halo, <laughs> so, like energy sword dueling. You know what I mean? Where you would where yeah. where you would both parry each other and then. But you can do this. Remember, Katie, we did this against each other. At one point, we parried, I think, like 10 consecutive times or close oh, yeah. to it until one of us – until I accidentally locked on a zombie because then you can't get out of the animation and then yeah. you killed me. So they- so that happens. And then also when you die, the spectator – the spectating uh, mode is so awful. You're not in-game. You have like an over-map view. Top where down. It's not – it's like top down. It's not fully rendered. And you can just see the other team. So I was able to just ghost. You just and ghost. like tell like tell exactly where the enemies were. So that made no sense. And so the question we just kept asking is why? Like why does this exist? Because at the end of the day, the mechanics like if you get a server that's decent and again like I can see it on a PS4 if the frame rate's okay and again it's not a great looking game for for $5, I'm like okay, I could I could I could see it. I, like honestly, like for $5 I would go it's not terrible. I've played worse games. Five dollars, acceptable. Ten dollars, yeah. I'd start going. Oh, I don't think you can charge ten dollars for this. Much less thirty dollars. <laughs> there are two game modes in this multiplayer. <laughs> there's a single player, but the single player is only only contribute. It's like it's, it's there's no god point. awful. It's god awful, and there's no point to do it. So there's essentially two really stripped down modes. One mode is basically like search and destroy or counter strike. It's it's three v three. And mm-hmm. whoever kills the other team first wins. That's it. And then the other mode is just basically uh, at the end of every round, it switches the game out. So there's like capture, capture the briefcase, hold the briefcase for the longest amount of time. Um, just regular deathmatch, a hunter mode where you have to get the most damage and, and kill yeah. this hunter zombie. 
Um, and it's those so modes were weird. fine. Like, they were fine, but there's so many other games that do everything that this game does way better for probably, I mean, $30 on Steam. I mean, think <laughs> about how much stuff you can get, how many yeah. good shooter games you could get. It's just, on, on, every, on every facet, it's just kind of, it's just like, what? Like, I don't understand. It just doesn't make yeah. any sense. It doesn't so, make sense how you have two playlists. One playlist is the 3v3 by itself, and then you have all these other valid modes that could have been their own playlists. That could have been just fun by themselves. Exactly. But it makes you think that maybe they anticipated that the, the player base was going to be so small that I they jumbled so. it all into one playlist. I think I could see right. that, but <laughs> two? Because remember, we so, tried to, like, everyone, so everyone we were playing was only playing the ranked playlist. So the only way we were yeah, able, yeah. able to do the other, so there's a public playlist option, and that is the one that we wanted to try that has the resetting of the different games between the, between the rounds. No one was playing that. We jump into ranked. You know, level 30, you know, McFuck Your Butt Jim is in there playing ranked. I'm like, what is going on? Who's grinding ranked in this game? But people really, people really were. Hey, by the way, Steam has finished downloading Rust. Um, so, Brad, I don't know what just happened. Um, but anyway, so yeah. So I'm probably going to go play a game that will give me more enjoyment next week, like Rust for $9.99 on the Steam sale. I just can't yeah. recommend staying away from this enough, at least on PC. At least on PC. Um, yeah, console. PS4. I, I don't know. But again, I just can't imagine KD, even maybe if you get a week of enjoyment out of it, you could justify the $30. I just don't see any, I don't see a player base sticking around even on PS4 for a game like this. I, I, yeah, definitely not. I mean, I could I, see it kind of succeeding if they just did like free to play and just do batshit crazy microtransactions. Yeah. You you'd, you'd get people playing. Like that's the most important thing. But no, exactly. That, and I, yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand not releasing it free to free to play. And just like you said, they, cause they had a lot of that stuff they had unlocked. Like you can do, they have like customization where they have all these logos and, and different sprays <laughs> and stuff. You can put them directly. Like there's no, like you can put a, a spray that's made in the game directly on your helmet and then just rotate it and make it look warped and zoom in and just look totally defo- like bizarre. Yeah. So they have like all this customization. So it looks like they just should have slated it as some free to play game. Maybe they were just scared that truly nobody would play it then if there wasn't a price tag. But I feel like way more people would have played it and then probably KD would have been less upset than us, right? After yeah. having spent 30 bucks. You refunded it, correct? On Steam. Yes, that's the best thing I can say about this game is that the Steam <laughs> refund went through. Thank you. It went through. Valve. <laughs> yeah. I have more money for the summer sale now. Yeah. Exactly. God. Yeah, stay, so, stay far, far away from Umbrella Core. Unless it gets like a, a free weekend. Now, now I wouldn't even say that. I think I think it missed its chance. I could I, see I, them like taking this and making some other kind of concept around it. Because their first mistake was making it Resident Evil. You could have this exact same game with a different skin and not attach all that hate to it. It's exactly. already getting by putting it on that you know brand. And maybe it would have had more than 130 players. Exactly. Yeah, just even it kind of put a target on its back by by having the association. Does it feel, with does it feel like a cash in, like trying to cash in on the Resident Evil brand? Yeah, with a, with a bad Absol- game. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's exactly. and I and I and I totally yeah. And that's where I think a lot of the hate comes from off the bat because there was one white knight in our chat. I'm not gonna lie, there was one oh, white yeah. knight in my chat while we were playing it who was like, you know, the game's really not that bad, and they're working on new maps and all this stuff. And I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking directly yeah. to them, and we we're just like, dude, like, yes, this isn't the worst thing ever, but this is yeah. $30, is and you fun? have a very limited chance on a cash-in like this to, to capture people's attention. And, like, the initial impression is not good. So I don't care if they're, if they're working. <laughs> 
working on new fucking maps. I'm refunding <laughs> this and never playing it again. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter. But it's amazing. You can find White Knights. Like, maybe he was one of the devs. But you can find White Knights for any piece of shit game. Like, you really can. Like, it's, yeah. it's pretty incredible. I would know. So, I don't know. But listen, anyway. That wasn't the only Resident Evil I played. I played oh, okay. a good Resident Evil. I finally yeah. sat down and I played the demo for Resident Evil 7. And I have to admit, I didn't finish it. Okay. okay. I played it an hour ago. I okay. thought it'd be a good idea to oh. turn off all the lights. Oh, KD. Okay. I, I didn't encounter a single enemy. I just can't do scary games. Oh, man. So you, were, you didn't even... <laughs> I didn't even finish it. I How know long it was did like you fifth... last? Like five minutes. Oh, wow. Okay, listen. Okay. okay. But I, I still recommend it. It, so, uh, so it, you now that because I know I talked about it a shit ton last week's podcast. Do you do you, do you agree with the vibe that I was saying? I really like what they did. I, it's very oh creepy. yeah okay oh it feels yes. great and it still feels like Resident Evil. Like it still feels like it's in the same kind of engine. Like maybe it's just the UI and like the inventory and mm-hmm. picking things up. It feels like uh, you've got that. I mean, I hate to compare it to PC, but it's got that kind of formula. But you've sure. put in like. This is how it would feel if they actually put in gameplay because you're picking up things like the box or the the wire cutters right. and the videotapes and things. So it's uh, – yeah, I'm <laughs> very, very excited to see the new thing. But I will probably have to find people to play with with all the lights on. Yes. I just, yes. I'm just – Fair enough. Well, but the good news is as I was talking about how all those – remember conspiracy theories – not conspiracy theories, but you know how Capcom had said that there were endings and people – more endings – and people took that to mean that there's multiple endings other than going out the front door or listening to the uh, the machine, which has the different messages. Uh, there has been – that has just basically totally died and people have basically given up because the demo has been torn apart. And so I did, I did another check this week and I was like, is oh, there really? anything new? Has anybody found anything at all? And there's been nothing. So And Capcom's uh, not saying anything. So it just looks like – it was miscommunication, and there really wasn't anything else to find, at least a- as of right now. Like, and so people are pretty much giving up, which is kind of sad. But I, it was a fun week of you know post E three or even during E three when that came out of people really mm-hmm. trying to tear that thing apart and kind of find more stuff. But no one's found anything, and so it's looking like it was like the finger was probably a red herring because no one's figured out what the dummy finger does and all that kind of stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Again, if you're not playing the demo, you probably don't don't give a shit. But I did thought I would follow up from last week because I, I still had a little bit of hope. So, yeah, there's but it's good. It's free if you're on uh, PS Plus. Definitely check it yeah. out. Yeah, definitely great to. Uh, and yeah, it looks great. Visually, it's it's fantastic. And mm-hmm. um, when you actually I don't know if you got to move, do anything with the um, did you get the axe? You probably didn't even get far enough to get the axe. I didn't did even you? get the axe. No, OK, because I... then you can swing and uh. kind of feel what like uh, the different like what combat would maybe feel like and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway, all right. Well, get some it's friends. Kind of amazing on PC. I bet. Yeah. No, I think so too. And in VR, oh boy, that's not even. Yeah, it'd be yeah, terrifying. Definitely. Okay. Anything? Yeah, VR. I'm definitely not playing that. Yeah. I need to have like a crowd of people all talking around me. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Other than that, what I play, I played this. I wanted to talk about this last week. What we got so <laughs> like hyped up in E3. Uh, I went through my Steam library and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna find something that I picked up, like, so cheap that I haven't even touched. And there's this game called uh, Eldritch, which uh, it was only... It must have been, like, two, three bucks I picked it up for. But it was a short indie game. I haven't beat it yet. I played it a bit. Uh, basically, it's the it's like a first-person uh, permadeath... I'm not going to say roguelike, because everything's a roguelike. 
<laughs> that's a buzzword. You can just say it. I'm all right. It's a, it's a it's a stealth roguelike pixel art. Okay. Uh, no, it's all of those things. It's basically you're trapped inside this endless library, and you have to go inside of these books, which are like a HP Lovecraft kind of horror stories. It's not scary. But, okay. Uh, it's fun. It's got a cool like premise, and you know for that cheap. Let me see what it's on sale for now. It's not bad. It's only uh, it's a dollar fifty. You can't go wrong. It's a lot of fun. And uh, other than that, uh, the new Rocket League update came out. The new June update added a lot of good stuff. Uh, Neo Tokyo, which is the the Rocket League map that they kind of you know made an actual map, and it's in ranked mm-hmm. now. Which I'm not sure if I like how it is it being added to ranked because I know it's it's pretty divisive on whether you love it or hate it. Although the best thing has got to be the uh, the celebration screen. That's like the real motivation to win, just to go crazy on the the end result screen. But yeah, that yeah, was I, fun. I like some of the updates they've made. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's it's definitely... And I love the support. It keeps getting. That's really good. But uh, other than that, I've just been... Uh, been gr- I've gotten back into uh, Fire Emblem Fates on the 3DS. been grinding that out. I have like three games. That game has three games worth of content to blow through, so I've just been trying to blow through it. But... Uh, yeah, that's what I played. Okay. All right, that's good. I don't really have anything to add other than um, we talked about uh, Umbrella, but um, I also a lot of CS, a lot of CS uh, this week. And uh, also in CS news, which we're, I don't think we're really going to touch on, but congrats to G2 for taking down Luminosity at ECS in, um, in London. Uh, that was a good final. Yeah, the final was really good. They ended up 2-0 in Luminosity, but G2, I don't think anybody expected them to. I mean, always a good team, but... Not all the talent has shown up, and Scream played amazing, and everybody on the team shocks, obviously, as well. So congrats congrats to them. It was a pretty fun tournament to watch. Um, all right. I think that's going to do it as far as what we've been playing this week. Um, but, Brad, you want to talk a little bit about the BLR community night before we jump to the news? Yeah, just real quick. I'm glad I didn't have my webcam on because I'd be on live stream fails right now. <laughs> what did you just, I, just, I just broke my fucking chair. <laughs> <laughs> no! What? How did you? Oh my god! I was just leaning back, and the thing just snapped off. Anyways, oh. uh, so this Friday, so we have our normal scheduled s- streams going this week. You know, go to Twitch.tv/kbmod to see the schedule. Um, this week, though, Friday night, we're going to be doing Blacklight Retribution, um, and during that, we're going to be handing out KBMod exclusive skins uh, that we <laughs> we. We got a long time ago, but um, we were in contact with uh, the devs, and they re-upped some some of the codes that we previously had, and, and um, we have a ton to give out. So come Friday if you want some skins. Uh, I'm you know, amazed at the number of people that really seem to want Blacklight Retribution skins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a market Just for it. Don't. Don't private message me asking for codes. We will give them out. Okay. I don't know. I had I had a lot of people asking for them. We will give them out. Do not worry. We're not going to just sit on them or something. Come to community tonight. So I'm getting message uh, Hutchison15 on all social media for codes. Is that what I just got out of that? Okay. That's exactly right. Yes. Good. Actually, just message APL on no. Reddit. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what? The sad part is I probably will see it. I probably will see it if it's on Reddit. <laughs> But yeah, so fr- fr- this Friday night, come hang out with some of us, get some codes, and uh, play some games. All right. There you go. All right, we're going to jump into the news here. We've got, oh man, nothing like starting the news section off um, 
with two two big two ones. two food <laughs> items to talk about, which is I mean we we've talked about doing a food cast before, but this is this is works perfectly when it kind of coincides with technology or, or whatever else. So KFC is offering customers in India a battery pack to go with their fried chicken, <laughs> and this is uh, this is no joke. I actually watched the ad; it was actually really interesting. But this is uh, from CNET and. Um, basically they're calling, oh God, it's, it's playing the, uh, there we go. Uh, the company has launched a deal and it's calling what a box in India is what, uh. is what they're, is what they're marketing it as. And so it's an assortment, uh, an assortment of food. Uh, but it's basically, it's just a charger. It's a battery to, to charge your mobile phone. And, um, apparently they tested this out and, um, it only, it was barely enough to charge, to charge one phone. Um, so I, apparently it's maybe not the, the best thing, but it's interesting that I don't think I'm trying to think around here if we've ever seen like a fast food place put in uh, a tech item like this, um, before. And no, I can't because, really think of it because no one needs <laughs> well, like, see now you say that now you say that. And I was thinking myself, I was like, I mean, again, I don't really shit, go to I need to charge my phone. I better get some chicken. <laughs> No, but it's not so much that you're going. It's not so much that you're going for the chicken. It's, it's like I don't know. I, there has to be some crossover here. You think this is just dumb? I'm hearing Brad. You don't think there's any point to this? They're they're saying that it adds an element of utility into the box. So I mean, <laughs> so you're telling me my dirty chicken box? I'm gonna keep it around. To Whoa, dirty chicken? Phone. What's dirty about KFC? KFC is, dude, fine God. dining. I listen. Let me know if so. You're driving by KFC, and there's yeah, signs that says like, phone, "What if your phone is low? Your 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 car charger. You don't have it. Your girlfriend took your car charger out. You're you, hungry, anyways. You're at one percent. You're hungry. You your car is almost about to run out of gas. You can't roll to a gas station. Listen to this. I mean, again, it would probably be a perfect storm of things. But you look and you go, "Hey, man, I could eat some KFC. And not only can I eat some, I'm at one percent." And I can charge my phone with yeah. the with this nice little perk in the in the water box. I, and it's sold at uh, no extra charge, so you're good. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I love it. I think it's innovative. I think they're ahead of the curve, and I think we're going to start seeing. Here's, here's again, what I, maybe not maybe not this because I, I agree. This does seem like the, what, the, what would you I really think need the, it for? The, the flaw here, the flaw here is that if I'm understanding correctly. It's it looks like a cardboard box that has like a USB port, but you have to have your phone's charging cable. And if you have your phone's charging cable, you what? probably have your plug. It's a chicken box with a battery bank in it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but that's what I'm saying is that is that yeah. like it would I could see it being more useful, except that I would already have to have my charging cable yeah. with me. If you're yeah, yeah. like if you're walking into KFC getting one of these, you already have to have that level of preparedness where you that's have what I'm to saying. charge. It, it's not a it's not a forgetful thing because if you're forgetful, you wouldn't have your charging cable on. Yeah, you. that's a good point too. That's a good point. If you have your charging cable, you probably have a backup battery or a plug or some other way to charge your phone in an emergency situation. So I think so, I mean yeah. Yeah. I just don't so, see I don't see how this like solves the problem because you might have the power bank but then you're just being teased by the fact that you didn't bring your charging cable with you. Now, if it was some kind of wireless charger, I could see it. Where you like sit your phone on it? Yeah, yeah, one of those uh, deals. So, well, just right I have in to the point bottom out. of the chicken barrel. 
<laughs> so the other it's like thing a is trap. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Okay, so Thrill of Senpai in chat, though, I have to call him out. He's saying that he's been at music festivals, had my phone dead all weekend. This would have been cool. And he always has a charger cable in his car, which I'm, I'm, I'm a similar as well. I always have at least the cable. And so, again, I think in situations like I think a music festival or whatever like this, if it was like a special kind of deal to yeah. allow that, – that makes a lot more sense. Uh, but as just a kind of a general thing where you just go to KFC in your normal daily life, I agree with you guys. Yeah. I don't think it makes a lot of sense. I don't, I don't but, think it's a terrible idea for like a promotion or something like at a festival yeah. or someplace where yeah. people's phones are probably going to be dying. Yeah. But I feel like just – Giving one out in every box of chicken, you're just going to have a ton of batteries in landfills. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. And, yeah, if you're on your yeah. phone, you're eating chicken, and now you're see, here's, here's what I would actually want instead, and I'm sure this is probably dangerous, but what about if you're going to put a battery in my cardboard box, why not have the battery just keep the food warm? There, There's innovation yeah. I can get behind. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, if you're plugged in while you're eating and you're on your phone, you spill your drink. You're fucked. <laughs> I'm just. I, I think that this could. I mean, this could be great if they use this technology to find yeah. a way to keep the food warm while yeah. I'm eating it. That would yeah. be. That would be delicious. That's, that seems like it's funny. It seems like they skipped the whole practical application <laughs> of having actual energy to possibly warm or, in, warm or insulate your box of takeout food, and instead jumped to like you know what? No. Dude? I mean, people can plug important. their phone ins. Yeah, yeah. It's a good point. Also, I'm surprised they were um, even able to put a power bank in here and keep the price the same. Like those are not, yeah, they don't they don't cost nothing. So the other thing is we have to remember this is happening in India, and so Smash Bros. pointing this out, and I, and I was thinking this too. Again, infrastructure. I don't know what electricity is like, especially in the poor parts of India. Oh. Like again, so this possibly okay. again, this is something that makes sense for that market, right? Yeah, Where if they, could be. people don't have electricity uh, running to their homes, or they have to go places uh, to actually get electricity or it's unstable, then that would make sense. Obviously, in a market like the U.S., that's, it, it wouldn't make sense, but that, I, yeah. that, I feel like that has to be a factor. Yeah, that, you're right. that, could, that could be a factor. That could make a little more sense. I don't know yeah. that it makes a ton of sense, but it yeah. makes it's slightly still, more sense. It's still, it's still like at that point if you're... <laughs> I think you still, because you need your charging cable, I feel like a lot of, a lot of people would just not have that on them unless... unless yeah. You know, folks well, in India just carry their charging cables around everywhere. I don't mean to get too grim, but like, <laughs> you know how you could throw a toaster in the oven? And, oh my god! Or not the, in the tub? Like, what if that's just <laughs> they're sending? Finish the bucket of KFC. <laughs> Then you can truly <laughs> kick the bucket when you throw your battery your oh my god. into your bathtub to end it all. <laughs> Yes, oh my Brad. God. It got very dark. Sorry. <laughs> but honestly, yeah. No, it actually feels like an incredible safety hazard. Like someone enjoying a box of chicken in the bathtub. Yeah, no, that would be very because, unsafe. Because who among be us does not enjoy an occasional bath with fried chicken? Uh, shower be with some bath chicken. Oh, <laughs> I mean, you really need to evaluate your life, I guess, if you're eating KFC uh, in your in your water box in a bathtub. Like, I, I guess I don't know where your life has gotten to. That's why to. it's That's... not in America. It's in India. Yeah. 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 The Indian culture must be very different. I think it is different. I think it's a lot different. 
Right, um, I got a rant real fast before I go okay. on. It's not really related, but it's about KFC. I <laughs> want to talk about the signs. You're driving by, and they talk about the $5 fill-up or, like, the $20 family fill-up. Sure. Like, that sounds disgusting to me. They have so – they're selling their food not as food that you enjoy, but something – they have so little confidence in their product <laughs> that it's going to taste good that you're just buying it to meet your hunger needs. Fill like, up. you know what? I'm hungry. Yeah. I'm just going to fill up real fast. Like, getting cast for your – like, your cock. <laughs> Like, come on. I hate that shit. It's I a good point. Off my chest. It's a good point. Yeah, they don't market their food really as delicious or anything. It's just, yeah. Yeah, your fill it's up, just, you're it, It's just literally, it'll, it'll, it'll uh, take up space in your stomach, and you won't That's be full it. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Why not have it taste good also, KFC? Like, I know some people really, like, well, I don't know. At least some people in my chat. Uh, again, that's probably not a good barometer on how, like, people live their normal lives. <laughs> but a lot of people that, in my that chat seems safe. when I've discussed KFC, and I know it's different uh, depending on where you are in the world, too, and your options as far as food goes. But some people, re- like, I, I, I don't think I've ever had a KFC experience that wasn't incredibly disappointing, where I was just like, yes, it, it did exactly what the ad said. I ate the food and I was filled up, but I, I, I would, like... It was just so just disappointing. I was just like, there's nothing good about this. <laughs> I, that's my experience with KFC. I don't know about you guys. I'm sure it, it varies, but I uh, I like some things from KFC. I'm not I'm not a big fried chicken guy, but uh, they had like the I don't know if they still have them, but like the um, kind of the snack wraps from KFC. Okay. I thought wow. those were those were pretty good, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know if they still have those. This was this was years ago, and I've never I've never. KFC has never been my go-to fast food place. I guess just if we're talking tiers of fast food too, like if there's like there's uh, <laughs> there's so many other things that I will end up at before a KFC, especially yeah. like if I'm driving somewhere and you know you're stopping for food, um, and you have all those options. I, I think KFC is probably like number ten on that list. Like I'll probably go to fucking Quiznos or something. I feel like KFC is sort of like McDonald's in that they used to be way more popular. Like it used to be a default option back in <laughs> like the nineties. But yeah. now there are so many other options that I think KFC like just gets by with their marketing power now. And they, you know, they do like silly stuff uh, like yeah. the like the whatever the double the, the yeah, double, the double chicken down. thing. Yeah, the double mm-hmm. down, you know, sure. so they have to get creative to try and keep up with other places that probably have better quality. Yeah, exactly. And that's remember, that's always yeah. Go ahead. I remember I was on a road trip one time, just uh, like at a rest stop, we were getting food and the choice was only a McDonald's and a KFC. Mm. And I just elected not to eat. It's like <laughs> that a principle. I yeah. just neither of those. Yeah. Are appetizing. I say I'll take if it's up, I'll, I'll take a McDonald's over KFC all day. If like if I have to. Again, I'm yeah. not a huge McDonald's fan by any means. I at all. Depend, it depends on the mood. I'll eat some KFC. Yeah. OK. All right. I mean, again, but you can get you can get chicken products at McDonald's, albeit you know not you know nugget paste and whatever else. But like, if I like, I can get chicken, or I can get whatever their artisan chicken sandwich for six dollars. That like clearly you know is made up of you just get it and you're like, all right, I mean it's edible, but it's deep fried, or you can get the grilled variation. But yeah, all right, fair enough. I just wanted to get everyone's temperature on KFC, especially after this story, because oh, temperature, goddamn power. All right, anyway, all right. I mean, um, look, I think uh, based on the next item here, I think you will learn that my threshold for what I will eat uh, is not very high. This is actually sure. Sure. so. When I read this, we're not even going to say what it is yet. But when I read this, mm. I my first thought was, "Where is the closest Burger King?" You know, you know the sad part, Brandon. <laughs> I had the exact same. 
<laughs> the exact same reaction. And the sad part is I cannot even access this new superfood. Uh, I It's only the, the, the test. So what we're talking about is Burger King's new Mac and Cheetos. Um, Mac and, and Cheetos. Mac the, and Cheetos. The, the, the oh, name God. just rolls off your tongue. <laughs> yes. Mac and Cheetos. Yes. So it is a deep fried <laughs> Cheetos uh, encrusted mozzarella stick looking thing, but it's inside. It's not mozzarella. It's actually mac and cheese inside of this, you know, uh. stick. And they serve it with ranch for dipping. And yes, on the surface, this screams everything that people love to make fun of Americans for. Because I mean, to be fair, yes, we we do love. Uh, going really overboard with foods like this. However, it doesn't stop it from being fucking delicious. And the vibe I'm getting from most people that have tried this is that it's it's fu- it's really good. I mean, I watched a review of uh, someone who did it um, in this article. I think this was a Verge article. Um, and I mean, oh, it, lo- it looks fantastic. Let's it, let's yeah. just like, well, as I mean, far as mm. as far as Burger King items go, yeah. tell me a Burger King item that looks better than this. No, it's true. I mean. If if honestly, if they were on tri- like if they were available, uh, not because they're only testing, I think in California right now. If it was what? available oh. in my area, I would hundred percent no, to, to try. That's it. that's the thing though. My brother just tried it, and we're up here in Oregon, so oh, they're really? definitely okay. expanding. Yep. Oh hell yeah! Okay, maybe this article is a little bit older than. I wonder, so that's... like this this actually makes me contemplate finding the phone number for a Burger King, posting <laughs> and calling <laughs> to see if they have it. Which is something I have never done. I've never, yeah. I've never called a fast food establishment on the phone, and I don't. Do they even have phones? Like, will they yeah, even they answer do. the phone? They will. But this, yeah. I mean, this, this Brad is something. Has they will. He's actually a manager. He's never told us. They will. Like, I, I'm gonna look up the closest Burger King to me, and uh, oh. and I, yeah. if if there is one close to me that is serving this, I will absolutely. So, Here's, be there. I know you're in oh, San Francisco. So. You might be able to even get it delivered. Oh God. Oh, that's that's oh. true. But I'm I'm not in San Francisco proper, so most of those services mm. don't work out here where I live. But uh, but I mean, look, I would I would drive a reasonable distance to get this, and I would just make a meal out of it. Like you would get two, you would get a couple orders. Oh yeah, I mean two two dollars and fifty cents for five yeah. pieces, so it's fifty cents a piece. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I've I've. I have no problem spending, let's say, ten to twenty dollars on as much mac and cheetos as I can eat. <laughs> oh man, you might end up. Oh, actually, Brandon, I'm not worried about you because, again, your your hot pocket consumption and your other stuff, I felt, has shielded your yeah. body. Oh, my, you're, stom- you're my stomach is completely prepared. It will not be a problem. Yeah, I really oh. want to call my local Burger King and see if they're serving it. And they close in ten minutes, so okay. I'm afraid I'm going to have to. Can our goal for the next podcast be, if at all possible, in our area? And again, I, I don't think it's possible in my area. I will check. Um, everyone has to try it. And everyone has with. to try it for our homework for next week. If we can get a hold of it. So oh, I'll, I'll definitely. Okay, and then we can report back for for the podcast next week about what what, what our yeah, experience. I have like seven that are that are pretty close to me, so I can I can exhaust seven. We'll see if they're here. Okay. Calling every single one. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling them now. Wow. So yes, two two food, uh, and and you can say why, like you know, why did we go to the moon? I mean, did we really need to go to the moon? I mean, in the grand scheme Look, of things, if this if this does not, not scream culinary innovation to you, <laughs> yeah, then then like, what do you expect from fast food restaurants? 
Would That's you true. rather have Burger King doing, you know, another another like timed, you know, Whopper promotion? No, that's not interesting. This is interesting. This yeah. is pushing the frontier of what people thought was possible. Agree. I Agreed. applaud them. And this is and this is a mark. Like again, your reaction, Brandon. Me and your and I's reaction to that news of just being like, I just want to call the nearest Burger King and see if they have it. This is not a situation like we talked about with Umbrella core where we were like katie what's the point of this right who's the market (laughs) mac and cheetos instantly right away (laughs) say it and like you turn heads like i just said it and literally an inanimate object in my room just looked at me that's actually creepy but it turned ahead so um i think it yeah i agree brandon i think it makes a lot of sense yeah and And i think i know i know exactly why they're doing this they're doing this because they probably thought that they would get news articles written and people would think haha that's funny you know, look at the, but you know what? Fine. It worked. You got me. Yeah. I yeah. want it. Your marketing worked. Yeah, I just um, have to get one of those uh, battery pack. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and if anybody can get a plane ticket, go to India and try the, bat- the, the battery pack thing as well. That would be great for homework. Yeah, if just... we could combine these two things, if I could get a battery pack in my Mac and Cheetos pack to keep them warm, oh. that would truly be the ultimate. That would be like that would be fast food on a level we have not seen. Yes. Oh man, that's good. But America's not even ready for that. No. Yeah. One step at a time. No. Um, just if, just to be, I'm a little disappointed. I just went on eBay to see if I could get a water box from KFC. <laughs> and nothing. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Oh my goodness! The India on Alibaba market needs to get on it. Oh, that's true. Yes. All right. Man. All right. Um, so moving on from the food stuff, sadly, but uh, this is also some good news here. The late, latest Oculus update has removed the DRM that blocked porting exclusives to Vive. We talked about that a couple weeks ago, maybe more than a couple weeks, and about how you know this, there was this DRM that was put out on Oculus that was kind of well, I don't know, it was it, it was it was mentioned, but it was kind of like overnight and kind of a little bit underhanded and kind of went against everything that. Uh, Oculus seem to have said that they stood for back when all the funding and stuff was going on. And um, they've basically reversed uh, that whole decision. And it's, it's literally all traces of that DRM that would stop you from basically playing games that, uh, you know, were on the Oculus or purchased from there on your Vive. Um, it's, it's like totally gone. <laughs> it just disappeared. Yeah, and they so did it, they did it kind of quietly because it wasn't even they yeah. didn't even announce it. They, I guess it was discovered by uh, the Revive team, who yes. who initially was like sort of the, you know, the people that uh, that were creating that workaround in the first place. Um, but then o- Oculus did confirm it, so uh, they said, "What did they say?" There's a quote somewhere in here. Oh yes, uh, their actual quote from from Oculus themselves. Where was it? I can find it. Uh, yeah, they said that they said they were they will not use hardware checks as part of DRM on PC in the future. Yeah. So, I mean, it sounds it, it, basically this is like the standard thing where they don't acknowledge that they saw the internet uproar and they probably decided to go ahead and reverse course because of that uproar. But like, you can sort of read between the lines. Exactly. And the other thing was this was this is, comes out a week after there was there was a defense in some form from. Um, you know, I think the CEO or no, it wasn't the CEO, but someone there just talking about, you know, the reason that they did this. And this was this was not like they are not going back on what they've said before. And this was just to deal 
with, uh, you know, with people trying to do um, kind of nefarious stuff that they didn't want. And that was just a check for that. But now clearly, uh, again, the shitstorm on the Internet um, it had to it had to have affected them. Yeah, you would I, hope I it wouldn't it, just be the shitstorm and that they would look and go, yeah, this is this isn't really good for for the VR tech business anyway. But yeah, I don't know. I think Maybe it definitely, a mix of both. It definitely yeah. did. And I think like Oculus, I think Oculus needs to be careful uh, with sort of the way they're perceived now yeah. that, you know, especially like now that Valve came out with the uh, with the whole like, you know, pre-funding thing um, for in exchange for not taking a platform exclusive deal for VR games. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I think Oculus has to be really careful about being seen as uh, sort of I think what people would expect from a company owned by Facebook, which is like you know they they want to dominate everything over the long term, and VR is not yet big enough where I think that will work. Like you need that open ecosystem to foster development and you know and see see where this where this whole thing goes. But like locking into one platform at this point just basically I think is going to stop people from buying in at all because they don't want to risk missing out on something that's only available on the other system. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you're right though. Perception that, I mean, perception, especially when it comes to the internet is reality, right? For a lot of companies, regardless, you know, it's, or even in any political cycle, whatever else, not to rant, but what what people perceive, like, like, I feel like they're in a really, they're in a really fragile time right now where, Like I think the the sales numbers and sort of the perception and everything right now is going to drive a lot of the sentiment of y- your like early adopters who mm-hmm. might buy all of them, right? They might buy a Vive and an Oculus and PlayStation VR and everything, but like you're sort of setting the stage for which uh, which one ends up being you know the one people like the most and gain like this is the time where one platform could really gain traction, and so mm-hmm. that's why I think Oculus. It, it seems to me that they are probably aware that they don't want to be seen as the bad guy right now because that could really affect, you know, their, their perception. And you don't want bad word of mouth when you're just trying to, you're trying to like get this whole thing off the ground. Right. And it can happen so quickly too. We've seen it so many times um, on the internet, like, you know, and I don't know. I, I, and in this case, I don't think it's it's unwarranted with people being pretty upset. And it's glad that they've changed direction. And I think they're definitely ahead of it enough where I don't think people are like, yeah, let's just boycott Oculus or whatever else. Because, I mean, there was there were some stirrings of that kind of stuff. People were really upset. But, you know, sometimes the best thing is to just quietly admit that you were wrong. Uh, I, and forgiveness on the Internet. Honestly, the one thing the Internet will forgive or the one thing the Internet does respect for the most part, if they know that you're being genuine or think you're being genuine, is an apology. Um so I think I think it's obviously the smart move, and like you said, we'll have to look going forward what uh, if they make any more like big missteps. But they need to they need to be careful. They're on eggshells, I guess, after that already. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right, and we're going to talk a little bit uh, before we get into uh, some uh, games that are coming out on the beautiful Steam sale. Uh, Got to talk about Valve facing a lawsuit over video game gambling, which hmm. is. I think a lot of people are surprised it probably took this long for something like this to happen. But uh, if for you non Counter-Strike Global Offensive players out there, um, you know, uh, there's huge business to be done on the skin side of Counter-Strike. And obviously a skin is basically just just what it sounds like, a, an image, a different kind of 
um, look for your gun and there's different values for those skins and different rarities and there's been a lot of sites um, and gambling sites that people go on and they basically gamble these skins and basically they've been getting around the law because they're not actually gambling you know real money they're gambling these virtual items and uh, a lawsuit has finally come forward by a guy who apparently did they uh, I'm kind of torn on this this is a guy uh, this is John uh, Mc, I don't know, what is that? McLeod, I guess, uh, yeah. from Failfair, Connecticut. And he's been gambling on CSGO since 2014, according to this article. And he filed the lawsuit uh, alleging that Valve violated gambling laws and engaged in racketeering with a handful of offshore gambling companies. And he's asking for a class action lawsuit. And um, there's not, I was trying to figure out like how much this guy lost actually gambling because that would actually be really interesting. <clears throat> not that that like negates, like he can do whatever he wants, but... I want to know how much of this is like a, a, a like partial rage, maybe. You know what I mean? Like he mm. like lost like five k or something. He's like, that's it. I'm suing Valve. Not that he potentially maybe won't. But he have decided a case. to spend more money on uh, legal yeah. fees to yes. file a lawsuit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly against Valve too. I mean, again, not not uh, not a small entity by any means. And Valve's been notoriously quiet when it comes to uh, skin gambling and um, like on in any form. So. Uh, you know, one thing the article points out is maybe we'll actually hear something from the horse's mouth in regards to what Valve thinks about, you know, all these different sites making, you know, like, and listen to this stat. This was the stat that was actually amazing. Though it's poorly understood by people outside the gaming world, the skin betting stuff, bettors will wager some $7.4 billion this year in skins, according to a recent estimate from um, uh, from a, a company that was running this these kind of stats. So seven point four billion. I mean, that's insane. I mean, that again, estimate, I really, that like, estimate. I mean, as I know, CS:GO gambling is like a reasonably big thing, but that yeah. estimate sounds incredibly high to me, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. and so again, I, I don't know if how exactly accurate that's, that is. I mean, but, a recent estimate. Estimate is the right word. That sounds like an estimate. <laughs> but even well, if it's, I mean, estimate ballpark. These are the these are the the types of yeah, words that I would those use are the to key describe words. what that is. Yeah, I mean, I guess they could have said a trillion dollars, uh, but yeah, seven point four billion sounds pretty pretty insane. Um, but I mean, it is, I mean, it is definitely a, it is definitely a real thing, and, and it's it's not just we talked about the gambling stuff before. The thing is, so you're skirting you know a lot of these gambling laws because of the fact that these are virtual goods and that you know you can get them from playing the game or you can buy directly from Valve. Um, but, but again, there's no, like, uh, well, I shouldn't say there's no age limit. We talked, we did debate this a little bit before, so I'm not going to say we haven't, but like, again, the game is rated, uh, mature, right? Counter-Strike is a mature rated game. So ideally, you know, anybody under 18 plus is not playing the game. We know the reality is, I don't even know. I would say what 50, 60, 70% of the player base, maybe not that many. Cause there's a lot of people that have been playing Counter-Strike a long time. But at any given time, there's tons of people that are under Definitely 18. Definitely not. It's not a. It's not the kind of rigorous age check that uh, yeah, that like no. basic that, that you know like a casino would do. Sure, would like right? check ID exactly. Casino or even or even online gambling sites like proper proper you know casino gambling sites uh, will typically have a much more rigorous age check, and some you know some I think some of them will require uh, like you know copy of your ID things like that to actually. Uh, you know, determine that you're of legal age and know where you live and all that. So, like, th- this is definitely way less regulated than like traditional, uh, you know, traditional online gambling. Exactly. So, 
it'll be interesting to see kind of what comes out of this law. So if, if only just for the fact that like it will be I want to hear what Valve has to say uh, on the issue. Uh, what do you think, yeah. Brad? You were going to say something earlier, too. Sorry if I cut you off. Bradley, did you have anything? Oh, I was just that number. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's so inflated and there's so many items out there that yeah. I don't think that's too far off because somebody on Twitch was doing, quote unquote, a $100,000 uh, oh, yeah, skin sure. giveaway on CSGO. I mean, if that's I mean, that's that's up there, of course. But I, I think I think Valve has been supporting this to the point where they've just been pumping out skins like crazy mm-hmm. and uh people have been inflating the costs of like knives for instance mm-hmm. uh that i don't know i don't know billions but uh definitely it's it's up there and you know hundreds of millions i would i would assume yeah i just think anyway again i keep going back the quotes are interesting but this guy himself having gambled since 2014 <laughs> oh man and then and then brings the suit forward. So again, I, I don't know. We'll have to see. I don't know if his intentions are totally like he's saying like they're unconscionable. Like you know, I can't believe that Valve would allow this because a lot of these people that are playing the game again, he's making the same argument and the thing that I was saying. You know, that these these people are under twenty one, uh, are teenagers and under twenty one, and that makes Valve and other defendants' actions. You know, like they can't believe it. But um, are you guys shocked at all by like this lawsuit being brought forward? Is it more like you were like? it's more like i'm surprised this hasn't happened yet i mean i'm not surprised it happened i guess but it's been happening for a while uh yeah there it feels like lately there have been a lot of like lawsuits this thing like that guy in uh russia that had that ridiculous uh, like lawsuit uh i mean i don't really see this going anywhere yeah i don't i don't know that this is necessarily like I, i don't even know that this guy thinks he's going to win uh my guess is probably that he he wants to highlight the sort of what he views as a as an issue, and I think that the the risk from Valve's perspective is not that they lose this lawsuit. I think it's that the lawsuit uh, sort of shines more light on this from like a legislative perspective, and uh, I think Valve. I don't know. It, it could get really really interesting if uh, if like a, a U.S. legislator somewhere decides to really take interest in this or like, you know, campaign on, you know, underage gambling and think of the children type stuff, right? which we've right. seen happen before. Exactly. Um, and that, that could like, that could be really damaging. Uh, to me, that's if- the shit storm that is waiting is what you're saying, because we already know how video game, the rap video games get now, not only with the violence, Brandon, tell, yeah. how is, how is a Senator not picking this up? Cause and that's what's going to happen. That's, I think that's sort of what I'm getting at is like, yeah. I think there's, there's a real risk that it, like Valve has been very quiet on the issue, and uh, and I think that that quiet could hurt them. In if if a if a legislator does decide that they want to take up this cause, and right. and again, like I mean, like we've seen with violent video games, and that that still I think to this day has like caused this stigma of mm-hmm. video games having to sort of always show that they don't contribute to violent behavior, even though like studies have never backed that up. Um, I, I think this could be a similar issue where it's very easy to create a narrative around, you know, gambling, underage gambling, ruining these people's lives, you know, because right. they have thousands of dollars in skins and they lose it all. Uh, right. You know, that's the kind of stuff that you wouldn't be surprised to see on 
like your nightly news uh, yep. and things like that. So yeah. I think, yeah, I mean, we'll see, we'll see what happens. It's definitely getting more and more attention. Uh, and I think, unfortunately, a lot of it is like negative attention um, that I think if Valve wanted to, they could be, they could be taking a more active role in, uh, in the way that that stuff plays out, but that's not really Valve style. And who knows if that, if that could hurt them down the line uh, because they're not seen as proactive in trying to make sure that, you know, underaged uh, folks aren't gambling. That, that traditionally has been a really hot button issue like for the U S especially underage gambling is like, you know, this crazy, crazy thing or like online poker doesn't even really exist in the U S. Well, right. So, so where I'm thinking is like, if valve acknowledges it, then they're pretty much expected to handle it. But that's that's what I'm saying though, is like, I think the risk if they don't is that they don't get to make the rules, right? If they're seen as, if they're seen down the line as trying to be proactive and protecting this from like, you know, causing an underage gambling thing, then they may fare better than if they are seen as doing nothing about it. And that makes, you know, the campaign of a legislator that much stronger. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I mean, this is all hypothetical, but that's uh, like, that could happen. We've seen, we've seen laws get written from, you know, uninformed, um, folks who who just basically want to either get elected or get reelected, yeah. and like laws get written by people who don't actually understand kind of the nuances of the technology. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, all right, so interesting. We'll definitely have to keep keep an eye on. So does does CS:GO actually have? I I always thought CS:GO had a mature rating because I'm thinking maybe does it? I can't find anything on it. Is it technically uh, not because it's a PC title? It has to have a rating. I believe it has a mature rating. It is, right? But, I but just can't find ESRB ratings are definitely like a far cry from Oh, sure. Yeah, no, like you said. Gate. Yeah, no, exactly. It doesn't really matter, but I was just trying to find out. Okay, yeah. Like cuz I know Yeah, it's uh, it's rated M. So, okay. Going by like the PS3 360 release. Yeah, exactly. I guess that's what it's going by. I couldn't find it on PC. But um okay. Well, um Maybe we'll hear from Valve on that officially. So we've got some quick hits. Obviously, there's a Steam sale going on right now. There's a bunch of highlights here in the doc, but is there anything you guys want? I mean, these are all pretty pretty solid uh, as far as deals. I mean, and obviously for the audio listeners, I don't know how long. I guess I guess it depends. Or will these be? Are these like? Are these going to last until Tuesday or no? Are these just? Gonna well, these are it? no. There's no flash sales anymore. So oh, that's right. There are yeah, no flash. Just, yeah, that's they, right. All the all the so, deals last the whole sale. I forgot about that. Okay, good. So there you go. So audio listeners, you'll be good. Uh, oh, it's not exciting anymore. <laughs> people were mad. Yeah, I saw a lot of. That's right on Twitter. People were like, "No more flash sales." In one way, it kind of it is a little less exciting just because you don't have the frenzy that you used to have. But I, well, I would I've, check daily, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, I yeah, yeah, yeah. We would definitely. I mean, like, I would look every day and check Twitter and stuff and see what people were saying as far as good deals. But this is, this is like way better for someone who is like a little busier now and has has a life where I can't necessarily live on Steam or check it each day or I forget. Sure. And so it's nice when I just have a, you know, I have a day and I'm like, oh, let me see what's actually on sale and what I actually want. It's uh, it's way more convenient for that. Yeah. So, so yeah. Should yeah. I just fire through these real yeah, quick? Yeah, fire through some of these and note anything you yeah. want to note, but yeah. Um just this 
started off, um, they are doing sales on some hardware, the Steam Link and the Steam Controller. But rumor has it they're going to be updating those, but it is 35 bucks, and and some of the KBMod staff have tried it, played with it, and do enjoy it from from what I've been told. Um, that's 35 bucks each for those. Um, the Steam Controller alone, once you get the profile set up, is supposed to be pretty nice. Um, but if you like having the latest stuff, maybe wait, but so be it. Um, those are on sale. Uh, Doom, thirty-six bucks. Uh, I, Stanley, yeah, Stanley Parable. Which Doom rumor? If I heard right, they're going to be redoing the multiplayer, which is really awesome Ooh. because okay. um, uh, I heard the single player is worth it alone. And if they fix the multiplayer, I think that's uh, could buy, easily buy be, Doom. Buy like buy Doom. It's yeah, thirty-six dollars. Buy Doom. Play the single player. Buy it. <laughs> uh, Stanley Parable, awesome experience. If you've never watched anyone play that or played mm-hmm. it yourself, three bucks. Uh, Grand Theft Auto, um, the story's, I think, decent. And then yeah, uh, it's the a, online play $36 is dollars is a steal for the like for the for the amount of content you game. get out of Grand Theft Auto yeah. Five. Yeah, that's insane. Yep. Uh, Fallout Four, I think. I think we. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to be wow. Tim here. Trying to be thirty bucks already, though. Um, you yeah, know, I think. I think. Yeah, I mean, that's not bad. That's pretty good. Regardless of what you think about Fallout, I think I thirty dollars is a is a like a great deal for that game. Yeah. yeah. Witcher three, twenty five bucks, easily worth it if you're into RPGs and stuff. I'm gonna have to pick that up because I don't think I actually own that. I think that's on the order of like a few cents per hour of gameplay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Um, Just Cause three, uh, thirty bucks. Um. Uh, Scott, I think you're a big fan of this one. Yes, yes, because it's Swery65. My man who did uh, D, uh, Deadly Premonition, D4, Dark Dreams Don't Die for four ninety four, 67% oh. off. Wow, and I did not know that was by the same guy. Yeah, 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 it's by Swery. Oh, yeah. So um, definitely check it out. Unique, definitely. Um, a man, that's a card. Yes, D- different different than DP, but definitely worth an experience for for four ninety four. You should definitely buy it. We're still waiting on season two of Dark, uh, Dark Dreams Don't Die. I don't know if it's ever going to get made, but definitely an interesting experience. Uh, Transistor five bucks, seventy five percent off. Crypt mm-hmm. of the Necromancer, Necro Dancer, excuse me, three dollars and seventy four cents, seventy five percent off. Uh, Dark uh, Katie's Souls gonna is, Katie's gonna come. Yeah, <laughs> Dark Souls is five dollars. It's <gasps> five. Dollars in all caps. It's five dollars. Dark Souls yeah. one is five dollars. No excuse. Undertale Dark Souls seven bucks. Undertale um, is seven. <laughs> yeah. Listen to it, me. Undertale for ten. Its normal retail is a steal. Mm. And it, you want to wait until six ninety nine? Mm. You don't even deserve the sale. <laughs> <laughs> Buy it right wow. now. All right. Listen, every second you don't play Undertale is the second you risk spoiling it. Oh, man. Think about that shit while you add oh. it to cart. Speaking of Steam sales, uh, if any of you try to smurf on a CSGO, you yes. cannot gift it during the Steam sale. I yeah. found that out. Um, yeah. Yeah, we didn't really talk much about this, but um, well, I guess that this is what happened since last week. So, but yeah, that, that, that's a, that was an exciting move um, from Valve that they did that. It'll, it'll help a little bit. And the other thing to mention about CSGO is with the Prime matchmaking, um, which is something that I think we talked about a little bit, but 
um, where you, you tie, basically you tie your phone number to your account, right? And then you get put into a group. What's, and beyond that, you actually have to level your account XP wise to level 21 in the game before you get into, you get put into prime matchmaking. And that alone, um, from what people are saying, I actually just got to level 21. And on that account, I had, I think I had like 150, 200 wins on my main account. So that is like a lot of time. And so good on Valve for coming up ways, uh, with ways besides Valve, like VAC, which people bemoan a lot, uh, to, to hopefully not play against cheaters. Um, like you said, Brad, including not allowing the game to be gifted because that's always a huge issue when it's on sale. Um, and also, obviously, the Steam resell- the key resellers as well. They don't want to deal with that. Um, so anything else? Was there any others that we missed? It looks like you went over all of them here. Uh, we can kind of do we want to run through like our carts, like what we're picking up, if anything. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't have anything in mind right now. Do you want to? Nothing. OK. Yeah, go really? ahead. Really? Hit me All with right. your cart. What do you have? All right. Well, here we go. Well, we have newly added D4, newly added Rust Alpha. Mm. Definitely getting those two. <laughs> oh, there you go. Nice. Yeah. I just got yeah. <laughs> and then uh, have any of you played a game called uh, Lisa? It's like an indie game. It's supposed to be very emotional. It's been out for a minute. Uh, there's like the complete edition for eight fifty, which is like the main game and like the DLC they made for it. So I, I hear good things. I pick that up next. Dongan Rampa. I'm buying a lot of stuff. This game called Dongan Rampa. Like I'm getting the pack of one and two. It's like a, it's like a mystery visual novel, and so that looked that looked pretty interesting. Uh, I added Shadowrun uh, Dragonfall and Shadowrun Hong Kong. Uh, I haven't played Shadowrun Returns, but I. It looks like my kind of game. So based on what I think of Shadowrun Returns, those may or may not stay on the cart. Uh, Hyperlight Drifter, unfortunately, still at fifteen ninety nine, but I'm going to be picking that up. Uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer, and this game called this is actually I, I never really do like the Steam recommendations. I was just going through it for like you know the, the trading cards, of course. Mm-hmm. But then this came up, and I never that was like the first time I've seen something through this that I generally or genuinely didn't know about, so I added it. It's this game called Stories, The Path of Destinies. It's this, uh, it came out a few months ago, actually. It was, uh, it's this action RPG with, like, uh, the narrator narrating everything you do. It's got multiple endings. It looks pretty fun. It's uh, got a beautiful art style to it. So, uh, you know, at 10 bucks, I'm picking that up. I'll see what it's about. But, uh, yeah. I love around. having Katie on this cast because he is the last bastion for us of somebody <laughs> who still gives a fuck about gaming. Not that I don't because obviously, but is you're so not jaded, man. Like you keep us, you keep us honest. I love it. Okay. Like, it's great. Like I, the way you shared that, like you're excited to play all of these games. And, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, you should write a Reddit a, post about it, Scott. Oh, okay. You know, what? wow. <laughs> you know what? Oh, Katie is, Katie is a gamer's gamer. He's he he's is. actually exploring new new things, getting yeah. excited about games he hasn't played. God, yeah. to be honest, and I just look at I just look at my Steam backlog and think <laughs> of all the games that I still have to play, and exactly. I keep buying new games, and I just don't play them. And I know I'll never play a lot of them. Yeah, and that and like I just get more and more depressed as that lo- that list grows longer. <laughs> yeah, Brandon. Every second I sit here, and your Steam profile your Steam profile still says like two hours played in Dark Souls three. Oh, man. Is a second more. I want to quit the podcast. <laughs> APL two. You promised me. You I know, promised I know, me after the twenty four hours. I know stream. the feeling. Oh. I'm I'm ashamed of my Steam profile. Listen, all the stuff I'm gonna buy, I'm probably gonna put like ten minutes each into all of these. 
to be honest. Like my backlog, God. I like grouped everything by what I need to finish, mm-hmm. and I have like 51 games I need to go through. Good lord! Before. Once you play Rust, there's nothing else though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna oh, get sucked into the pit. I can tell. I can't wait to uh-huh. just be the most toxic player. Yeah, I, I feel like I've I, all my years of Counter Strike and other FPS shooters, and even my my league experience has trained me perfectly, Brad, for Rust. I think I'm gonna be great at it. So we'll see. Um, all right, a few, two more just real quick uh, hits to talk about. Uh, Quake turned twenty uh, turns twenty years old. Let's see if the exact date. I don't has it turned twenty yet. Let's see. Uh, yeah, it was it was like four. Yes, days ago. it was four days ago. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, that's just. I mean, for some people, you'll you'll go. You're not even twenty that are listening to this podcast. I'm sure. And for some of us that are older than twenty, that makes us feel feel extremely old. And there's a really good Arnold article on PC Gamer about it, talking about the legacy of Quake. Uh, 20 years later and how it just the innovation and the the fact that it basically changed uh 3d games especially in the in the shooter space because uh, it was actually truly a 3d shooter which games up to that point have been mimicking 3d uh with 2d and other kind of uh you know just tricks so really, yeah, really i think cool. like a lot of people unless you actually played the games like doom doom was not a true 3d game even though it looks 3D, like it's not on a, you can't look up or down in Doom, yep. and so you didn't, you didn't traditionally play like you didn't play that with a mouse and keyboard. You played that with the keyboard because you didn't like that wasn't the control scheme uh, at that point. So Quake was like sort of the start of uh, you know mouse and keyboard first person shooters, and uh, and actually there's a there's a neat article as well uh, that came out this week. That sort of talks about how Quake sort of started the WASD control scheme. Like there's, yeah. I think there's there's like a few different factors, but one of the one of the factors uh, was uh, Thrush, one of the first like I guess kind of the first pro player really that got any notoriety. Uh, he was a, a pro Quake player and he used WASD, and they ended up like adding his config as a default uh, config you could load in Quake Two. And like it's just sort of, I think sort of assumed that Quake uh, and uh, basically brought WSD into like the the way to play first person shooters. Yep, because um, it was like you said, arrow keys or even stuff like uh, W. What was he saying? I think he said W A X W A X F was one that they tried. <laughs> like yeah, there were like so many w, different variations. W A D X. Yeah, and someone that, that one used Z X C V. Like there. There were some, there were like a lot, I think, more exotic uh, control schemes back then because WASD wasn't like this, you know, this basic standard. Um, and people still use non WASD today. Sure. I mean, you can rebind. Yeah. Um, and actually, in this article, uh, I didn't realize that uh, Gabe Newell uses ESDF. So he's, uh, he is oh. actually. Wow, he's a rebel. I did yeah, wow. Never he is a that. rebel. Okay. Um, but yeah, most people use WSD, and and that sort of started with Quake. Um, and there was another cool thing uh, where Machine <clears throat> Machine Games uh, released a new Quake episode uh, as kind of a birthday gift. Mm-hmm. So you can just uh, they tweeted about it. You can just go download um, download that episode. And I thought that was pretty neat. Like I think Quake Quake holds a special place in a lot of people's hearts uh, because it I think it inspired a lot of modern games. And a lot of a lot of the developers who make your favorite games today, 
even if you weren't uh, influenced by Quake, there's a good chance that they were. Yeah. And um, so it's just one of those games that uh, it's pretty cool to see how that's affected so many different people. And it just makes you feel old. It's 20 years old. Yeah, good Lord. <sighs> um, really cool. All right, so finally in the quick hits before we let Katie's end of the new releases... And this is really cool because, so again, you're not going to get the effect, uh, obviously, he- hearing me talk about this, but you need to watch the video uh, that accompanies uh, this this article on PC Gamer. But someone has recreated Jerry Seinfeld's apartment in Doom 2, and it is uh, it's, it's so, so good. good. It, it is, is so good. It is really, really good. You like, have to as, watch the YouTube As someone video. who loves Seinfeld, yes, I am just... Same. Like amazed at the craftsmanship and work the craft, that went it's the into detail, this. It's, oh, it's yeah. beautiful. It's absolutely fantastic. It is so many little things. So it's yeah. it's a Doom to wad because Doom yeah. Doom is pretty easy to mod, and like it is a it is a recreation of the apartment in Seinfeld, and it, it's complete with with uh, animations like yep. you know sound, sound bites effects. from the characters. It it is like honestly really good. So yep. you should go watch the YouTube video. Uh, because I'm just, I'm always amazed. Like, this is why modding is so cool. Because someone exactly. went and did this. And, like, you can't you can't do this in a current game. Like, yeah. you can't do this in, in Battlefield. Like, you can't do this in another game that, that comes out today. That is, that is sad. I, that is a travesty. Yeah, it's awesome to to see some kind this kind of craftsmanship and love put into <laughs> put into a mod like this. So, <laughs> just, uh, so yeah, I'm just watching so it so now. great. So yeah, check out if you're listening. Check the podcast post on the website, and hopefully the link will be in there for that. Um, and you need to it will be, and you should watch it. So, all right, KD, hit and us with also, the. You can also oh. download it if you want to play it. Yeah, like, sure. He, it's yeah, just available to download too. Yep. So it's really cool. Yeah. I like how people in chat, I, we put the link in chat and people are experiencing it and typing it. And they're <laughs> going through the same emotions that I went through. The title screen, the models. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's Seeing like a, the bike hanging and all like the paintings in the bathroom. It's just like yep. it's so good. Yep. But, yeah. gentlemen, it's that time for the new releases. Now, something has been brought to my attention that I plan on fixing. I'm going to be more lenient on the indie games I grab. Because when I was going through new releases, there was a lot of stuff that... Because indie games, they're not, there's no pressure for them to come out on time. A lot of stuff was delayed. So I'm going to try and filter through and see stuff that looks like it's actually going to release at the dates we say. So not a lot this week. Uh, first one is LEGO Star Wars The Force Awakens. I hear the LEGO games are pretty good. So if you're into that, it comes out on the 28th. Uh, next is the Technomancer, which I have not heard of, but apparently it's got some good marketing behind it. It's from the people that made uh, Bound by Blood, which was I heard was a mediocre RPG, and then uh, Mars Orlogs. So uh, this one looks like it's going to be a hit or miss, but who knows? Could turn out pretty well. That's it's uh, single, Okay, it's just single player, too. I was yeah. Single, so gotcha. Okay. But yeah, that's uh, it's forty four ninety nine on Steam, and if you pre order it, you get the soundtrack for free, and it gets discounted by fifteen percent down to thirty eight twenty four. So take a look at that, and then next is a game called Zero Escape, which is the final one on the list. It looks uh, it's like an anime visual novel saw. It's uh, apparently yes. there's some there are like a couple games made before this. Uh, this is like the third one in the series. 
So you have like nine characters that wake up like trapped underground and you have like decisions you have to make about who's going to live, who's going to make it out, who you trust. So nowhere, I don't see a price anywhere for this one, but it's made by uh, Spike Chunsoft, which is a pretty uh, reputable person that actually made Danganronpa, which is the game picking up I'm seeing just now. And then, uh, but yeah, that looks cool. I'll keep a look out for that. It comes out on the 29th and that's going to do it for the new releases. All right. Sweet. Ooh. Short and sweet this week. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's get into uh, some viewer questions here. And the first viewer question comes from our boy King Alex the Curly. I'm, I assume it's Curly. I don't know. C-R-L-Y. Um, Alex, if you ever want to let me know if I'm mispronouncing your name, you can, you can holler at me. But um, he asks us, if you had to pick a new online name, what would it be? I thought that was a pretty interesting question because, you know, we're all pretty stuck with our monikers that we have I, now. I definitely want to take the 18 out of my name. <laughs> I feel like that was definitely a curse. Yes, I knew that was going to probably be. Yeah. And what was the, I think we asked before, the 18 was just, what was, you needed a number? Was that? Yeah, I just needed a number. Okay. And I didn't think that it would, uh, it would backfire like this. But okay. I, I like a. Uh, I like. I still like the idea behind Katie Zen. It was like, by the time I made my name, I was really hyped up on Modern Warfare 2. And I thought, you know, you kill someone, you die, mm-hmm. you get mad, but you have to keep that sense of uh, Zen. Is that, sure. So, oh, is that? Katie, I didn't actually yeah. know where your name came from, but yeah. I like. I yeah. actually like that story. It's good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like that too. But, uh, so you would just get rid of it. You would keep Katie Zen, but you would just get rid of the 18. Just, yeah, because, you know, kill that. Katie okay. Zen 18. It just. And Mine, so all that stuff yeah. about the supple young boy can just leave. <laughs> you don't just, like being the supple young 18 year old? No. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Um, for me, my answer is maybe a little bit surprising, but I found my answer for the online, you know, name that I wish I could have thought of or would have chosen. On um, in dazed, uh, dazed CS:GO streamer, former professional, known you know obviously for for throwing a game on iBuyPower. Um, I found this in, and I tweeted this on June twenty fourth. Um, <laughs> someone in this chat was named Kappa the Keepomancer. <laughs> oh, I, I so I love the name. I thought the name was amazing, and I'll actually put the. Uh, put the tweet in the chat and i thought it was uh or i'm sorry no so this one and uh yes this person at the moment okay no no this wasn't in day's chat i'm sorry this one was during um maybe this was during ecs or maybe e-league this was somebody yeah so kappa the Capomancer was uh in an e-league chat and he was mad about fanatic uh dominating um i think a north american team and his his quote was Hackers, fanatic, please vac hackers, fuck you. And uh, <laughs> I noticed it for the name, though. And here is, here's the link to the tweet. Sounds the like chat. he deserves that name. Yes, exactly. Um, so I just, I don't know. I, I wish um, I wish I'd thought of something that, that clever. So I would go with that. What about you guys? I, Are you happy with your names like that you've chosen? I, I'm not with mine because I couldn't come up with anything, so I just put my last name and then my lacrosse jersey number at the end of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, you just, need, you yeah. really need a good answer here. If you, I mean, if you could rebrand. So, so I, I would take somebody's, and I saw this the other day, 
Um, it was in an Overwatch match, and the name was Ewok Fart Porn. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think I did. You tweet about that? Yeah. Yes. Like I, somebody had to set up a Blizzard account with that, and then buy a game. <laughs> wow. That is so good. Yeah. Uh, That'd be the name I'd pick. I like that. Mm. I mean, I'm pretty happy with my name, but I think think the names that I like the most are names that are, uh, that like don't, you know, don't have any any erroneous numbers or anything, and that that tie into the name of of the person or or something like that that has like a, something where it's, I'm, what am I trying to say? The the name that I that I first thought of when I was thinking of this is like Markiplier, where it's mm-hmm. like that's a like that's a cool you you understand what it's a play on, and yeah. it's like clean. No one else has it. Like no one else is ever going to have it unless they're trying to, uh, you know, to to imitate Markiplier. emulate at that point. Yeah. Um, but like okay. I feel like that's a those those kinds of names where mm-hmm. like if you Google the the word Markiplier, you're literally only going to find things relevant to that person. Whereas right. like one of the one of the things that I don't like or that uh, that I didn't the reason I didn't pick like Volition without a one, even mm-hmm. when it's available, you know, on certain services, is that like if you just Google the word Volition, you'll find I mean because it's just a word, you'll find all sorts of sure. All sorts of things. I think the the names where you can come up with something clever that uh, that is like also really unique and doesn't already exist. That's probably the best kind of name. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't pick Markiplier because my name's not Mark, and I you know right. like I don't know. I don't know what I would pick, but I didn't have anything like that that stood out to me. But I think those names are really neat. I envy okay. people with nice clean branding like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, our next question comes in from James Kurt, who asks us, <laughs> "What toothpaste would you recommend for my CPU?" And so I'll give a little bit of backstory on this. James, somebody that I play CS:GO with uh, pretty regularly, uh, was noticing that his PC was overheating. You know, took uh, his cooler off and saw that his thermal paste had basically dried up. And so, for a short-term solution, solution he had put um, toothpaste. Uh, on his CPU, and um, oh. yeah, so that's that's basically oh. where this question is coming from. But it's since become a meme in my chat. Um, but it also, I, I think he is I actually would describe that as a short term solution, very short term solution. Yes, and I believe I'm he. Honestly, I don't man. know if he actually had it really any success with it because I've heard of people doing that before. To be honest, so but so buddy sent this to me the other day actually. Somebody had done a series of benchmarks with different materials, yes. and they tested with a mayonnaise. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> it was actually decent. It was decent. Okay, wow. yeah. Did they test yeah. with toothpaste? Was like toothpaste on there too, or no? Oh, I'll have to try and find it. But okay. uh, it was, yeah, it was. It was surprising, like how how well toothpaste or mayo was. Mayo too. Okay, as a, interesting. Yeah, I mean, as far as the toothpaste, for I don't really have much experience because I've I've never done that. But I, I would think if, if at that point you're going to use toothpaste, you want to get a nice, you know, you might as well get it super clean. So get something that also can whiten the CPU. Uh, so get a whitening toothpaste, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Crest go... clean with with whitening, which is actually what I use for my own toothpaste. Um, you know, you can really get in there, uh, get into all the little 
crevice. I guess you're not putting it on the opposite side of where your pins are on your CPU. I hope, James. But just for the top, maybe get a little I bit think more shiny. You, you need to definitely give some consideration to the flavor found it. that you get. Because, like, you know, do you really do you really want to have a spearmint, uh, you know, <laughs> smell coming off your CPU? Like, that's, yeah. I don't know. True. So, here's, dough. I found it. They tested mustard, cream oh. cheese, oh, wow. oh. butter, no. mayonnaise, no. chocolate, uh, different kinds of greases, tooth, oh, there's toothpaste, uh, Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's under <laughs> under <laughs> under lo- under load <laughs> went to fifty six degrees Celsius with toothpaste. Uh, with toothpaste. With, with toothpaste. Mm. That's not that's not bad at all. No, that's not bad, and that's what I'm saying. I like I've uh, I've heard of people doing that. So again, short term solution. But if like James was saying, he has no way. It was too late at night. He wasn't going to be able to get thermal paste. So, you know, ultimately here, James, I think maybe some vindication right here is in order. I don't think even think he's here right now. But um, I know I know for one, uh, Timmy at the queue, one, someone I, I play games with very often, gave him a lot of crap for that. So, and Timmy's lis- listening to this podcast right now. I think you owe James a damn apology, Timmy. So we'll see. Um, let me let me, well, let me be clear. Do not put toothpaste <laughs> on top of your CPU. I feel like this question took way too serious a turn that like, may, even if you theoretically can, thermal paste is like $5. No, so yes. you should not put anything that is not actual thermal paste on top of your CPU because there's no point in risking your sure. expensive processor. Sure. Uh, but I guess the smartest thing would have been to shut down the computer and wait till the thermal paste arrived or yes. until you could get it. That is sure. what a normal, reasonable person should do. Well, yeah. But sometimes you just got a game, dude. You know? I would Wonder actually, what? like, if you were going to put toothpaste on, I'm guessing you probably actually want, like, the most basic kind of toothpaste that doesn't have any, any like, special things in it. Like, if toothpaste works, you will probably want to get the most generic thing because that's going to be, that will probably work uh, the best. That would be my guess. You can't wh- you, you might... can't whiten a CPU. Yeah, that's probably true. You might actually want to, if you're like being safe, you want to go with Sensodyne because you don't know how your computer's going to react. To it. <laughs> that's a good point, KD. That's a really good point. Yeah, but, I mean that's true. What if you your did... CPU has sensitive gums? Yeah, <laughs> sensitive pins. Sensitive pins. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm fun. scared that someone's going to take this question seriously. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, it'll be a good... Well, no, you, you said email. unequivocally, do not do that. Just shut you your... I did say that. So I actually fine. think... Well, you know what? Look, if you have to pick one, if you have to pick either putting toothpaste on your CPU or brushing with thermal paste, I would. I, <laughs> I suppose I would pick toothpaste on the CPU. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> But only in that specific scenario. If you find yourself in that scenario, then that would be the choice to make. Okay. But if you're in that scenario in the first place, you probably have bigger problems. Yeah. Things aren't going well. Um, all right. And we've got, um, we've got a question from Connor here. And uh, he, this is, I guess, came in email, Brandon, I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay, cool. So this is from Connor, and uh, he's written us before. And uh, Connor III here, or L, or is that L? No, Connor with three L. I don't even. 
Connor, that's whatever. Anyway, it's Connor. He's and in we the all, chat, so he can explain he's, himself. He, he's in the he's in the chat. I don't know if it's like Connor the third or if he's like yeah, it's Connor I I I. Uh here E or it could be Connor <laughs> E. Yeah. Like uh, all right, we're gonna go with that. Connor E here. Just want to say thank you uh for all you guys do. I recently ran a marathon last weekend. During the training and while I was running the race itself, I would be listening to the cast. Brandon's sultry tones would make the time fly by. APL fuck boyery would put a smile on my face. <laughs> Katie Zen would be, keep me amazed at how it seemed like he knew nothing about the world. And then there is <laughs> wow. 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 The roast. The roast. All right. Uh, it went really well and would just like to say thanks again. All right, Connor. Connor, hi. You're welcome. Um, well, I guess I have to ask a question, too. I... Hmm. I can bow, which again, it's it's no, but he spelled it K N B O W, but we read it as written. We don't know what he meant. Yeah, I, I'm it. assuming he meant no, but I can bow. Many of you guys are fat, greasy nerds, but do you have a cool physical feat that you have done in your life? Um, I know Katie Zen must squat like a thousand pounds because he got that booty toe. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. Best wishes, uh, Connor. So. Okay. When I was in middle school, my we used to go to this drive-in, and my dad would make popcorn and fill up grocery paper grocery bags, and I ate a whole thing of that. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Look off of it. You ate a grocery bag of popcorn. That's, That's your amazing. cool physical feat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <coughs> oh man. That's okay. okay. Uh, All right. If we're going that angle, then man, I, mean, I have a that's... lot of physical accomplishments. I could, <laughs> yeah. You really, I couldn't you give really Connor stretched... what he wanted. So, I mean, sure. You really stretched uh, the boundaries of what I was thinking about for this question. Yeah. Any kind of physical accomplishment. Um, I, I really don't have, I mean, aside from trying to think of like I mean, something related tops. to eating, oh. I actually, I don't really have any. Any physical accomplishments of note? I was like always a pretty mediocre sports player. I was like you know pretty mediocre, like runner, just like pretty mediocre. Like definitely not the worst, uh, but nowhere near the best. I was normally like middle of the pack at pretty much all the things that I tried, Mm. Uh, and so I never, I, I don't really have anything, anything notable physically. I shared this before, but the most notable thing that ever happened to me, sport, at least sports-wise, especially in high school, sophomore year, which or no, yeah, it was sophomore year, which was my first year at a public high school. Uh, I was in gym and we were running laps, and I don't know. On one of the laps, I decided to just go all out and sprint. And you know, I'm a bigger guy, so. Uh, but I was, I, I could, I could, I was at that time in high school, I could run pretty fast. And but I got short legs too. I mean, I'm a short. I'm like T. I'm like a T Rex. I just I got short stubby <laughs> arms, and um, I don't have the longest legs. So um, I remember uh, the coach for the track team stopped. Like this guy came up to me. He's like, "Hey, yo, yo, yo." He's like, "Stop!" When I was going into the going into the locker room or whatever after we were running laps, and he's like, "Would you ever be interested in running track for me?" And I'm like, "I think he's trolling." <laughs> like what? And he's like, "Dude," he's like. He's like, for your size, he's like, you have an explosive speed. He's like, and basically, I think he just wanted to use me as a decoy for like, like to burn people out or just as a surprise thing. But that was like the most, uh, 
I don't know. That, I don't explosive even. That's not even physical speed. The phrase yeah. explosive speed. Explosive speed. I have. I in the time that's I've known you, me. I have thought you yes. know a lot of adjectives about you. Explosive speed. I know. Has never has definitely never crossed my mind. It shocked me as much as it's shocking you now, and I didn't end up joining the track team because I had absolutely no interest. But I uh, I took it as a I took it as a compliment. I was like, wow, man, I'm glad uh, somebody appreciates my <laughs> explosive speed. Hmm. So, wow, that, and he that, definitely that wasn't is... kidding. He was actually literally insistent on trying to get me to sign up for track for him. And I was like, he was like, at least tell me you'll think about it or whatever. And I was like, Dude, I was like, no, are I you no sure? Interest. Are you sure that he wasn't just like making a hard? Like a he, hard sell for track because he didn't have any people to run. Well, track. okay, oh. <laughs> maybe the possibility there. Like, are you but sure? I, he, are you sure you need to? Oh, you you should have like overheard you know a conversation with with someone else and seen if like explosive speed is just the phrase he uses <laughs> every time he tries to, to convince someone track. to sign up I, for track. I want to say that, but there were so many other kids he could try that that would probably like that had long legs and long limbs. Before he got to me, but again, maybe you're right. Maybe he was scraping the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, he I don't might know, already. He might we already might gone the for race. Them. You might be surprised, Brandon. We maybe might have so. to go. Hey, more, I was I was fast come. in elementary school. Yeah, sure. I I'm, used, saying, I was, I'm not saying now anymore. Yeah, but I was I was always a sprinter. Like I have never been able to run endurance races at all. Like yeah. even 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 like a mile. I'm not, like I cannot I cannot run distance at all. But mm. I used to be able to sprint. I don't know what I. I don't know what any of my times are now. I haven't done it in many years. But if I was going to pick one, if I was going to pick one to compete against you, I would definitely pick like a you know hundred meter dash or something. Okay, gotcha. For a serious answer for me, I I just remembered I did shatter like a friend of mine's uh, finger with a lacrosse stick. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> that's a wow. nice one, right? Wow. And then uh, no, that's all I got. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh, oh i did i did i thought about i would i never played football but um after my friends i could kick a football really far like almost uh like to the other side of like a, a high school football field but when i tried i couldn't figure out how to tackle people right so i quit <laughs> i'm trying to pay attention but i can't anymore because APL just got destroyed. Scott's Scott's girlfriend is in the chat and says he's still got explosive speed, if you know what I mean. Sad emoji, sad emoji, sad emoji. And there it is. Oh, Lord. So, you know what? Actually, cool physical feats, I... I not, you're, you know what? Explosive speed does describe you now that I've yep. thought about yep. it more deeply. <laughs> Explosive is what's yes me. Yes. Um, oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me think. I also, not very physical, like most physical thing I can think of that I'm really proud of is like to kind of date how long ago this was. It was, uh, it was with like the youth group of uh, the church I went to at the time and we were all playing uh, like baseball and everyone knew I was the really, really unathletic kid that just watched anime and played video games. So it's totally out of the element. And uh, I was up to bat and the guy pitching kind of goes like, ah, oh, well this is going to be easy. Like he does the, the shrug, you know, and I hit the home run first try. Ooh. Okay. I was, oh, wow. I was like proud of that. Yeah. Shocked like the that. world. 
Kaizen shocked everybody. All right, that's I mean that's good. That, that qualifies. That's a feat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Home run. That's the thing. I don't. I feel like even if you're not uh, extremely athletic, you might have like hit you know hit a hit some hit a home run when no one expected you to, or like you know you could still have hit a buzzer beater in your basketball game or something. Like mm-hmm. I literally have none of that. I have no mm. no strong memories of of like a sports accomplishment. Mm. Yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely in the same <laughs> boat with Brandon. I'm sure people would find that shocking. But yeah, as far as like actual sports, even I didn't play much in high school, but even like my dad wanted me to be a baseball player. I just never really had interest. Everything you would try to put me in, I was just like, yeah, I don't really <laughs> I could be doing so many other things. I could be playing video games right now. Here. Um but you're saying that you weren't even not interested. You just were kind of middle of the pack, kind of. You just didn't really excel necessarily. Yeah, I mean, I tried. I tried different things. I was ne- was never like really any. Yeah. I was never great at them. Like, yeah, I, you know, I can like I can catch a football. I can throw a football, but like there are other people way better than me, and so sure. it's never it was never really any good. But you know what? I mean, like yeah. you can you can go look back at like my enemy territory stats sheets. Like I was, I mean, I was good at stuff. That's not sports. I mean, I played. Uh, <laughs> I played. That's this is not again. This is not a physical feat, so I had to stop. But you know, I played CS:GO all through high school, and you know, almost you made it by multiple CSGO times. CS:GO a solid CMO. decade before it came out. That is impressive. Oh, oh okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Or not CS:GO. I'm sorry, Counter Strike <laughs> Source. Yes, I'm blending the two games together. But yeah, not a physical feat. Yeah, um, I mean, like, look, if you consider uh, a World of Warcraft DPS meter as physical feat, then <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure. let me let me tell you, sure. uh, it's a force yeah. to be reckoned with. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I broke my brother's bat uh, nose with a cricket bat when we lived in South America. That's not, I mean, not really a physical I mean, that's, feat. That's like, a type of feat. That's a. I mean, I hit him right in the face with it. Um, I don't know, but yeah. All right. Well, I think we've exhausted this question. <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> probably, probably a better question for people that have actual feats. But. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know what he was expecting out of that. I think he probably got exactly Connor got exactly what he was expecting out of that. I think I think Connor wrote that question in as a humble brag. Like, yeah. hey, haha, thanks guys. Recently ran a marathon. Yeah. That that definitely does ring of humble brag. <laughs> right. Just kidding, Connor. Uh, it's all right. Sometimes sometimes we just gotta brag. Um all right, Brandon. Well, last week I know you weren't here, but you listened to the cast and you heard the uh, I did. Two reviews we had were stellar from the Hodes yeah, family. Yeah, you never see. You never know. Like, I mean, there there are so many of them out there that uh, even after after you think you've heard from all of them, uh, more of them pop up. And they did have they did have some good story. The Colonel last week. Oh, uh, that's goodness. a hard one to top. It was amazing, Colonel Hodes. Um, yeah. So again, do you want to just tell them real quick, Brandon? I know people yeah. know now, but for maybe yeah. some of the new listeners. Yeah, definitely. Can... Uh, so we do this podcast live every week. Sunday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern. You should tune in then. But if for some reason you can't tune in, uh, you most likely would want to catch it at a later date. And maybe you could watch the video because we put that up and that would be great. But lots of people like to listen to the audio version of things like this. And so like that's fine with us too. If you choose to do it over iTunes, or even if you don't, uh, iTunes is the place where lots of people get their podcasts. And thus, that is where we want you to go review us so maybe more people find the cast, uh, and that just makes things better for everyone. So if you have iTunes, or even if you don't, you can find it. You could download it. Uh, go to iTunes, search KB Mod. We're the only ones there when you search KB Mod. 
uh, you can write us a review. If you leave us five stars, which, uh, as you eloquently put last week, Scott, mm. is what you should rate us because that is the only rating we deserve. Yes, exactly. Uh, you rate us five stars and you just you know tell us whatever you want. Uh, we had some good examples last week. We have a good example this week uh, if mm. you're looking for some material to get you started. Um, but just leave us five stars and uh, we might feature you on the cast. Exactly. All right. So the review this week, uh, the title is My Favorite and it is by Definitely Not Brandon. So it should be very interesting. <clears throat> Hello, KB Mod. I write this review to let you know that this cast only deserves one, in all caps, one star. The reason I think this is, is because there is only one star on this cast, and it is the one and only Brandon. Wow. In fact, again, all caps, I take offense that this beautiful sculpture of a man has to work with such... Imbecile, imbeciles every single weekend. Sometimes I wonder if he truly has other things to do on weekends that he doesn't show up on, or if he decides that his well-developed brain can't handle the sacrifice, misspelled by, by the way, sacrifice, that is his sanity for the weekend. I hope this cast steps up its <laughs> game, its IT apostrophe S, its game when it comes to intelligence, intelligence spelled I-N-T-E-L-L-E-G-E-N-C-E, or Brandon's generous sacrifice, again spelled incorrectly, will be all for naught. Uh, and then it says, written by V-O-1-1-1-1-O-N. So, Brandon, I just have to ask you, you know, because there was a review by definitely not APL, I believe. Do, do you have to ask me? I do, you know, <laughs> Judging from the spelling, the grammar, the way that it is written, I'm assuming this cannot be you. But just so that there's no conspiracy theories, is this, is this you? I'm I'm going to say that that username is 100% correct. That is definitely not Brandon is how I would describe the author of this review. Yes. Okay. And I'm going to put this. Oh man. Okay, sorry, it cut off, but I put it into the chat for people so they could see the so they can see the mis uh misspellings. <laughs> but um yeah. So I mean, I don't really this is the reviews aren't always talking about like sometimes the reviews are just a means uh for people to show their frustration, um their opinion. You know, I think in this case even though it's not Brandon, he feels that Brandon should be the star of the cast and that you know, the material and the people that Brandon you're working with our little subpar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, look, it's not it's not me saying it, yeah. but yeah. uh but you know, I like I I appreciate the methodology there that he's you know, I I I think this is supposed to be a positive thing for me. Yes, but, I think uh, so. You know, I definitely wouldn't uh, I couldn't do this on my own. It wouldn't be any fun if I just sat here and talked uh talked to myself. There we go. So That's I'm not going to you know, I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to say I agree with these comments mm, okay. uh, because I, I appreciate the co-hosts very much. Okay. But, uh, you know, it's – I I mean, there is one star. I mean, let's be honest. There is yeah. one star. We all know, But we all know that, and so that's fine. Yeah, absolutely. As long as we're all aware. Yeah. Um, I think we all are aware of who the star is. Then yeah, we I, all can all get we along. We all know who the star is. Absolutely. And so like, I, that's, that part I think we can all agree on. I think I've made it very clear how I feel about Brandon. <laughs> yes, you have abundantly. How important he is. 
Yes. I mean, so important that he's literally in your Twitter profile uh, description. <laughs> yes. We know. We know. Um, I mean, only one of us has eaten uh, an entire bag of popcorn that's, that that's your dad true. brought home from the store one time. So, I mean, yeah, by that definition, know. maybe we all know Brad who the star is. He's unmatched. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, jeez. All right. Well, I think that's going to conclude episode 240 of the KB Mod podcast. It was definitely a fun one. My goodness, lots of lots of stuff happened here. Me admitting that I'm actually a Redditor. Uh, Brad admitting um, that he ate an entire bag of grocery bag of popcorn. Popcorn is his physical feet. Man, there were so many different things that happened. So Katie Zen uh, pointing out the fact that KFC, you know, only uh, advertises their product as something to fill you up. I thought it was a very good observation. Mm-hmm. We learned the uh, origin of Katie's username. I mean, this yeah, is really, like, truly, actually, there's facts. a lot. There's a, there was a lot of stuff in this episode that you know, another episode or would could possibly have taken. You know, there could be another three, like 300 episodes before a lot of this information came out. This was just a very illuminating episode. So, all, uh, all in episode 240. Who exactly. knows what will happen yes. in episode 241? Oh yes, I love when you get oh, close wow. to the mic like that. Um, all right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. You can obviously go to kevimod.com. Brandon did discuss the build guide stuff at the beginning. <laughs> I think it was pre-cast. Oh, it was in, it was in the did... pre-show, yeah. I, so, I, we, will hopefully have, just... we will have new build guides up when, hopefully, like, when the cards are in stock. I haven't been able to make new build guides because there are no prices currently associated with the cards because they're all out of stock. So I would say for now, if you're, if you're looking for a new build... You can still use our April guides. They're still reasonably accurate, except for the video cards. And you can't buy any of the video cards we would recommend because they're all out of stock. So I, uh, I, that's, I believe that's what they call a catch-22. I don't know exactly what to do, <laughs> but we'll try and put uh, build, new build guides up once we, once we can get a reasonable approximation of the prices. Exactly. So that will be up on KVMod.com when that does happen. Again, you can check for the occasional review previews of games, obviously community night information, um, the, all the links, especially when, you know, I know a lot of you guys probably get the podcast on the feed and don't necessarily go through the website, but the website, K, uh, Katie Zen usually does the blurb and that has like, you know, links to the articles and stuff we talk about. So as an addendum to listening to the audio version of the cast, you can do that. Uh, you can follow Brad at Hutchison15. You can follow me at APL Fisher. You can follow Katie Zen at Katie Zen 18 and Volition at Volition, V-O-L-1-T-I-O-N. Mm. And uh, we will see you next week for episode 241. I don't know if I can promise that it's going to have as many kind of uh, breaking stories as this one did, but, you know, it's, it's <laughs> entirely possible. So get, review, get, get a review out uh, to possibly get on and always uh, be on the lookout for questions that you have during the week that you want to send us. And, uh, yeah. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Who has some GTA 5 so I can play with them so we can do heist together? <laughs> <laughs>